Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Smart Wrestling Fan, the longest-running weekly episodic pro wrestling podcast in history. If you can believe that, believe anything. No, it's true, though. Uh, episode 966, I'm Joe Negron, along with Mr. Mutant Larry. Hey, Joe. What's going on? What exciting week. It's... We warned everybody about the holding pattern until the Rumble, didn't we? We really did. Listen, if you watched wrestling this week, you have no one to blame it yourself. You could have just stopped over, <laughs> you didn't jab, have to. jibber jabbered with us yeah. for a little while, and moved on with their life. But no, you wasted it watching pretty much nothing happen. If you wanted to hear CM Punk say a list of names, uh, you win. You did it. He did it. What is what is wrestling with lists of names? Flair was doing it. Sting was doing it. CM Punk does yeah. it. Asina did it when he came back. Yeah, just make a list of names, and then people just are like, wow, names. I know those wrestlers, and that's it. That's, there's no content there. It's just a list of names. Is that how you could become president now? Just get up there and be like, Abraham Lincoln, George Washington. I yeah. think so. I no, hope you have I to... don't have wooden teeth. Oh, George Washington. Yeah. Yeah. No, you Maybe have to commit like, all kinds of crimes now, We like Lincoln, too. <laughs> God, we'll get to that. That might be the... Uh, that might be what I remember most about wrestling this year. It's just my feelings after that program. Remember how Jay Uso doesn't have cousins, but Jimmy Uso does? <laughs> well, I know the one's been all by himself since day one. Yeah, I think he's an orphan. Oh I think God. he was born in a test tube in a lab in yeah. a cloning experiment, something. He's been all alone from day one. I think so. Just his Uso. Just him, Uso. I heard. I heard the rumor. Just him, Uso. Yeah. But we're going to talk about the things and stuff and wrestling news and ratings and all the wrestling shows of the week. There was a pay-per-view this past weekend that we didn't watch, but I watched part of it. I don't know. We'll talk about it a little bit. You'll get to that too, yes. Yeah. Oh, hurry up and get something good to say because it's going to be the last time. I know. And then on on Rampage and Collision, we're doing stories where you had to have watched Ring of Honor now? What? Uh, You've had to watch Ring of Honor for the last... I don't know, 12 years for some of them. Yeah, I I just don't understand anymore. I don't know what's going on, but we'll talk about it you know, today. Remember when you watch Walking Dead and maybe you had to know everything that happened in Archie Bunker's place? Know, yeah, that makes it's weird. perfect sense. It's, <laughs> who's, this, who's this old fat racist guy at a bar? And Edith <laughs> died off screen. It was awful. Well, it would have been worse if he died there right in front of you. Well, yeah, I guess you're right. <clears throat> Didn't they adopt a kid? Um, yeah. Oh, how do you not like you say what you want about Arvor Wickenbacker? Who's the guy that just died? Like <laughs> Orville Wickenbacker, that's who died. Yeah, no, the, the sitcom guy, Henry Kissinger, Norman no, Lear. No, there was no sitcom there. Okay, well, no, something that's a good crime. did happen this War last crimes. few weeks. Who was the guy? It's unfortunate he died. Yes, Norman Lear. Yes, say what you want about him. Hey, I'm not history of great shows but man he reused everything and he wasn't afraid to just be the oldest chestnut in the pile he'd throw that in there so that's what that's how you do entertainment folks that's how you do it copy paste but at least make it entertaining why you make fun of him for copy paste he oh come on archie bunker's place was a was a sellout as far as it uh, okay. didn't sell out. He I'm tried to spin the Brady Bunch off with the Brady Bunch. No, 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 no. Now you're thinking of now you're thinking of Sherwood Schwartz. Knock it off. Okay. They were they're not the same guy, you know. 
they, he lived so long because he was two people. He got right, two You lifetimes. don't know as much about television as you think. I don't know how it works. I know it's a series of tubes. It is. And so is the internet. <laughs> it's a miracle that anything gets done. Okay. Well, I mean, once we discovered tubes, we were off of the races as a race. That's all we needed. You know? Or our species, I guess. It is early in the morning. Oh, I'm I know. Tell you. We My got a early to do the show it. today. It's not, it's not been the healthiest December. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm not right. Uh, so, so greetings, everybody. Well, welcome to the program. Uh, we're going to talk about all the wrestling, like I already said. I hear this. Like, I don't know what's going on. There's noises outside. It's it's, it's like peaked out. Five o'clock in the morning. You know those glass things, Joe? Just you can look out them. Everyone, I know. I'm not telling you to go outside, oh. Joe, but you can look out the window. I don't want to. I'm scared. You were outside this week when I talked to you. I'm like, where is so important that Joe is going? Outside of Jungle Gyms or whatever that that weird hippie grocery store you go to. I, with Trader Joe's? Phillips. Wherever you hang out with Lou Diamond Phillips and and That was at Hercules. Ralph's. Hercules was at Target. Um, wow, what an Lou, idiot. Lou Diamond was, Phillips, awesome guy. That was at Target. Uh, yeah. And then the guy from, not Jerry Maguire, what's his name? Jerry McConnell? I still don't name? know who that is. The guy from Sliders. He was at the Smart and Final. I almost smashed him with my cart full of soda. <laughs> slide, he didn't slide out. I almost of the way. slid right into sliders. There. <clears throat> yeah, it's weird um, on this coast. It's weird out here. You know. No, I, I don't it's surreal sometimes. It's like like the most famous person in Ohio could be next to me, and I wouldn't know who it is. Mm-hmm. I don't even know who the first person, famous famous person in Ohio is now. I don't know. And then you go. Is there an Ohio celebrity? Probably. You go trick or treating. They're all from Cleveland. They're all from, but they're they're never here. Right. They don't stay there. But you go trick or treating, and you run into Audrey Horn from Twin Peaks. It's really weird. I don't know who she She lives right down the street. She dresses herself in the show. She's dressed like Minnie Mouse. No. Really? Yeah. Okay, Larry. I don't know what. I don't know when you lie and when you don't. You throwing all these A lists. I'm not. I'm there. not lying about How anything I, I said at all. Today. I can't believe everything you saw I said Hercules is true. Hercules at Target. Wow. <laughs> you know. Oh my God. You are the most worthless person to live out there because you don't ever make up crap. I would be out there saying that. I was. Oh yeah, me and Britney Spears were uh, at the same massage parlor. I, okay, I have well, so many stories. No, Britney Spears was when at they were that out of rooms. Same... So we had to share a room. And no, like, okay, I didn't share a room with her, but Britney Spears was at that Target at the same one of Hercules on a different day. What does there. she buy at Target? Oh, she was there with with kids at the time. Oh, I wonder because it's like I bet you if you switch those kids out for you know years, somebody no, else's like for seven her, or eight she years probably ago. wouldn't notice. Yes, probably. Is she buying buying a set of knives to send to Jr. Wow, I don't know about that. Yeah, it's a weird life. Well, you can have it in the Los Angeles area. Very strange. Um, so let's get to the point here. The point is, we um we we appreciate our listeners. Our patrons are the best. Are you going to get to the point? Yeah, right now. And remember, we said if people don't, we don't get a patron every week. One pay at least one patron a week. We're just going to close the shop down completely. There's the point. Yeah. So this week, Savior Mike, thanks for saving the show. If Mike hadn't become a patron this week, uh, we'd be uh, shutting the doors. So there's always a Mike. There, there is, and we, we thank you. And also, 
I want to say that uh, we we had a remember we started making those. I, I made the first one, the Everybody Needs Goons T-shirt, limited <laughs> edition holiday special T-shirt. Everybody needs goons. It says on it. Um, I forgot to send you the 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 information you were looking for, Larry. I'll send you that later off the show. But also, I want to say thank you to Jock. He bought the first one, so thank you for that. Is that if a you, French or a, is it like a French person or an American? I want to keep enthusiast. you guessing. Oh, okay. I'm not going to tell know you what kind of Jacques Jacques. I didn't say Jacques, did I? Is he a Jacques Jacques mm-hmm. Jacques? Yes. Wow. Yes. So, so thank you, Jacques, buying the first Everybody Needs Goons t-shirt. If you want to get yours, Larry, um, yeah. all you have to do is go to smartwrestlingfan.com and donate 30 bucks, and then it's free shipping within the United States. If you want it outside the U.S., you got to ask me. Just send me an email or something. Uh, Joe at smartwrestlingfan.com. But um, it's exciting. Because now I'm making t-shirts again. It's a great day. Somebody can rip them off of us and make millions like everything else we do. I know. Well, actually, you do. I think of them. You do. Well, yeah. I mean, that part kind of makes me sad. But don't forget, it's the holiday season. So you, not only can you get your uh, Everybody Needs Goons t-shirt. And by the way, right now, the only sizes I have, let's see. I have... Large, extra large, double extra large. I can probably get so other sizes. So you only have wrestling fan sizes. Well, what's? But that's rude. Oh, did you say you had triple X at home? No, I don't. But I well, could probably well. get them. I just might have to charge a little more for the t-shirts. But anyway, big news, everybody! If you want to get your holiday fun pack, just donate at smartwrestlingfan.com for the holidays. I'll throw in all kinds of good toys and stuff, and you can pretend Santa gave them to you, even though I'm better than Santa. Because I'm actually real. That's it. Oh, you do live in LA. How real can you be? Why are you so quiet? Oh, just sad. I'm going to turn the music down a little bit. Why are you so sad? Because I'm sick. I'm sorry you're always sick, Larry. I'm sorry about that. I've been sick for a month. That's stupid. I think it's been like two years, but still. So don't forget... If you want the direct link to donate, oh, by the way, the fun packs are, you, you just donate any amount, basically. Like you donate $25, donate $50, donate $100. Depending on how much you donate, I'll give you even more stuff. So, oh, people wanted to know, how do I get the the, the direct link? Uh, it's paypal.me slash SWF podcast. I really should write copy so I don't have to just make all this up as I go. But this holiday... You also might want games, video games. You you want Steam? Lots of kids like those. Donate any amount, and I'll give you an appropriate amount of Steam games. Yes. Wow. It might be it might be ten times the amount that you donate. Steam's my favorite so if you donate variation of water. Twenty bucks. You might get two hundred dollars worth of games. I don't know if that's true. It could be. <laughs> it seriously could be. I know that's that's the way things work now. We just say they could be true. But if you, I can promise, if you donate one hundred dollars for Steam games, I will give you five hundred to a thousand dollars worth of Steam. Look, why would I do that? Am I crazy? I don't know what. Am you're I insane? Am I a victim of evil doers out to destroy me? I feel I feel some of that's coming out of my salary that doesn't exist. I think still. it does. Help Larry by going to Patreon.com/slash Smart Wrestling Fan. If nobody donates this week. Or becomes a patron. Yes. Larry's free. Ah, Larry's fired. But Larry's also fired. 
Anyway, that's it. That's all I want to say. I'm not even going to fade it down. I'm just going to cut it off. That'll show them Christmas. That's how Christmas is. It just cuts off. Yep. Christmas just cuts off. Yes, just cuts off. Uh-huh. So let's talk about the news right now. Oh, okay. Give me some I news. love my teeth and my teeth love me. Who said that? Right. It's a Muppet voice you use, so well, I assume a Muppet. It was the Fonz. Remember when that was on Sesame Street? Remember when the Fonz, oh, they do well, like happy days on Sesame Street and stuff like that? Remember that? Did we already go over whether the Sesame Street people are Muppets? They are, and if you need to, like, if, if we have to talk about that, you're dumb, Larry. Well, I'm just... Don't be dumb. I, how, we need, Don't no, be no, an we idiot. Differ, differentiate because you know what I'm saying. If you're a buffoon that thinks Muppets no, no, need to be on I the listen, name. I want a name that I can say to mean Sesame Street, and a name I could say because if you say Muppets from the Muppet Show, people are going to assume also. Then Sesame you can Street. say the Sesame Street Muppets. But then how do I say the Muppets from the Muppet Show? How do I say Gonzo? The Muppet Show characters. Uh, we need a word. We need a no. Word there's no the- word. If you, I almost got into a fisticuffs with a guy who tried to argue with me about this. That was that it Hercules. Street, no, this was back before the Hollywood days. This was back in the Pennsylvania days when I worked at a video game oh, store the before I owned a video game store. Not the Rockstad. That was way before that. That was in my much earlier childhood when I was okay, afraid. Some, to somewhere between the Rockstad and Hollywood, you got into a fisticuffs over the No, Muppets I almost thing. did. I didn't fight him, but he tried to argue with me and say that the Sesame Street things aren't Muppets and they have nothing to do with Muppets. Well, they're they Muppets, in... but they, okay, like. No, no, no. He was trying to say like, some... he was trying to say like Jim Henson didn't even make them. Oh, well, that's just a dumb guy. Right. That's just a dumb guy. I'm saying that there should be, because they're like two different, cre- like they're both mammals. Yeah. Like Muppet is the word mammals. We should have a, a, a cat and a dog. Because hmm. now I know that they cross over. Kermit's like identifies as both, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I just you need something more. Like oh, the reason it brings it up is the cat, Jeopardy category this week was Muppet names, and it was famous people like yeah. um, I don't know what's a what's a person who shares a Miss Piggy, and then some lady in real life's name was Piggy or something. Very good, but, very good example. Good, like good, good example, right? Not but, like Bert. Burp Camphor or something like that. No, no. But it dudes. would have been much easier if they had said Muppets, Muppet Show Muppets, or Sesame Street Muppets. Because you had to go through all the Muppets if you could have had a word. Well, I'm just saying you, of all people, should know if there's some way to easily say. Right, and I'm telling X. you, it's the Muppet Show characters or the Sesame Street characters. That's it. But they're just, all Muppets, and if you don't think they are, you're not dumb. not the same kind of creatures to me. Okay, they are. They're exactly the same. What you are you talking about? You think they live in the about? same universe. Oh, my God. I, they don't. The Muppet Show Muppets are very, like, realistic and self, you know, but it's more of a fantasy world. That Now, if you tell me that the Muppet Show Muppets are real behind the scenes, and then they go on the show pretend to be that way, but then they like you know, Ernie smoking a cigarette backstage or something. Then I understand not, what you're saying. I described some parody. That's not the Muppets not a at parody, all. but you understand what I'm saying. The brain of a Muppet from the Muppet show does not work the same as a brain of a Muppet from Sesame Street. I would, I would say, I understand what you're trying to get at. Yes. I just think that, um, 
you're a little misguided, Larry. I'll do some research. You can research all you want. I'm what do you think you're going to dig show. up with these Muppets? I'm going to dissect a Muppet and you're going to hate me. What have you done? I just think there's probably something in the hypothalamus, that, how they deal with reality or something. Wow. It's Wait, the because the show with the with that's geared more to kids, the the characters act more like childlike, yes. and the show that's made to be like you're in a work environment trying to put on a play or a musical, you're more adult like. Yeah, I okay. know. What is what what like Robbie Benson, this- whatever his name is from uh from the Reading Rainbow. When he's on the Reading Rainbow, he's one type of creature. And when he's in Star Trek, he's way smarter and everything. He can like make stars. Why is he stuff. Robbie Benson? Whatever his name is, Robert Robert Benson. No, that's from uh, you know him, Lavar Burton. Yes, thank you. Yes. My God, <laughs> Robbie Benson. Okay, what the heck? What I'm just saying is, I'm saying he's like he is a Muppet in a way. He is the in, on the Reading Rainbow. He is a okay. Sesame Street Muppet, and on Star I, Trek, he's. You don't like, have to over-explain a, this. I understand what you're saying, but. Kermit no, the Frog. Kermit the Frog was exactly the same on both shows. I said he he identifies as both. He somehow is okay. He's like somebody that would come on to the Star Trek and time travel and go. Yeah, but he'd be the same. Kermit's like the key to something. Yeah, he's the one I should dissect. It's not easy being green. Uh, no. Okay. Let's. And was his nephew on both shows? Uh, Robin. Robin. No, he was never on the Muppet Show. Uh, I think he was. Okay. Because I think um, he may cross. Positive that he was, thing. actually. So. Let's get on with the news. It's probably just a frog thing. You're a frog thing. Okay, news. Uh, let's start with the ratings. Last week's Monday Night Raw, back to 1.5 million viewers. They, No one cares. Uh, SmackDown, 2.3 million. So that was tribute to the troops, SmackDown, that got 2.3 million. I feel sorry for people that watch that show. So spe- but it was so special, Joe. It was not. It was horrible. They told you it was special. It was so there was bad. Five guys there who served in the military. <laughs> I. It was horrible. Remember, oh they would go overseas with flak jackets and yes, bullets, and I, th- I think Ray Mysterio cut the neck of a terrorist. Yes, with a knife. It was crazy. He may have allegedly. And, and now it's just now it's just a regular show. But, but boy, they'll go over to Saudi Arabia and almost be killed on the on the landing strip. And then keep going back. Jeez. They were, more, Dynamite. they were in more danger I know. in Saudi Arabia than they've ever been yes. in all those in times war. they flew over to supposed yeah. war zones. I know. <sighs> the world is gross. <laughs> let's just let's just admit that one right now. It's not the best. It's not the best. That's the that's your best. <laughs> That's that's our next T-shirt. It's not the world. It's not the, the best. world. It's not the best. And then it says Mr. Meat and Larry underneath. <laughs> if you would like, oh wait, that's not the world. It's not the best. <laughs> Write it down, Larry, so I don't forget. Okay. All right, here we go. If you want your the world, it's not the best, Mr. Meat and Larry. One T-shirt. <laughs> Just tell me your size and donate. $30 smartwrestlingfan.com or go to the direct link of paypal.me slash SWF podcast. Can you put the five little stars and just give it one star? It'd be not the best. 
<laughs> okay. Okay, get on with the news. All right, let's get on. I already have to poo, and we haven't done a show. Oh, yet. no, that's not good. <laughs> it's not All right. fully grown. Uh, ew. 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 say? There's no, okay, again, no words Stop to describe it. that either. No, no just there is. Really. Just We don't want to talk about it. Okay, Dynamite, 823,000 viewers. Collision. Whoa, Collision was way up. What happened? 451,000. What's that about? Is there nothing to do that night? What night was I that? I guess that was. Well, that's not the one that just happened. It's the one the week after yeah. Survivor Series. So, hmm. I don't know. Just stupid. I, you got me. Uh, NXT 626. <laughs> the world. What is it again? What's the shirt? Not the best. <laughs> not the best. <laughs> Somebody wants that shirt right now. It's, you know that, right? It's, it's funny and true. I will true handcraft that for you. Just no. like me. Okay. Um, <laughs> next, NXT 626,000 viewers and Rampage 341,000. But who cares? Let's just talk about the news. This might appeal to you, Larry. This first one won't, but the second oh. one might. So the first one is we've learned on Raw that we remember how Nick Khan wanted to do. Nick Khan, just listen, he might be a financial genius, but he's just a dope in other th- areas. Because remember he is, when he. Or is he just stumbled into this i'll find out let's look on the internet is he a genius he's not he stumbled the internet into... says no <laughs> you're right he's not he got lucky a few times and he's he's good at certain he has a special set of skills and he's good at certain in certain areas but oh. day one raw remember when there was a day one pay-per-view yeah now the it's one... not a day one pay-per-view well because Nikon's idea, his idea was that every January 1st, no matter what day of the week it was, was going to be a pay-per-view. Not explaining what would happen if that fell on the same day as a Raw or a SmackDown. Not explaining anything. He just, he thought that was a good idea. And then we realized after one day one, remember it was supposed to be like, I think it was supposed to be Roman Reigns on it. And then Roman couldn't even do the show. He had COVID or something. And? And I'm saying, like, that pay-per-view got botched up, like the liver enzymes Punjabi prison show. And then just you can't have day one. Like, in his mind, January 1st fell on a, a, a Saturday or Sunday every year. Like, that's that was Nick Khan's thinking. Maybe he... Maybe he misunderstands leap years and stuff. Maybe that's it. But anyway. It is hard to, it is hard to always remember that sometimes leap year messes it up. Though. Right. So after a few years, now we're getting another day one, but it's not a pay-per-view. It's raw because January 1st falls on a Monday this year. So we can so, get three. Man. We have three out of seven chances of having a day one event in WWE. Because we could do it on a Monday night, we could do yeah. it on a Friday night, or we could do it on a weekend. Well, actually, I guess there's we four do Sunday or Saturday. Four out of seven, yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. But are they going to do that? No, they don't want to make it a pay per view anymore because Nick Khan was like, "Oh, don't." He's like, "We should have it every year on January 1st. And then somebody said that doesn't always fall on the weekend, and he went, "Don't tell anybody. I don't tell anybody I said that." <laughs> that was exactly how the conversation went, allegedly. So. The next question I have to ask you, Larry, was, well, that means, wait, January, when January 1st falls on a Monday, what does that mean for Christmas? 
Every day's every day's like Monday. Every day's silent and gray. Yeah. Uh, no, it's okay. Just so all you listeners know, Christmas, New Year's, and my birthday always fall on the same day of the year. Right. Yeah. That's how I know what day that it's I. Three weeks. They're all talking in three weeks' time. You get all three. Yes, yeah. it sucks. Well. I'm sorry that you don't get like oh, New Year's Day presents. Oh, it's terrible. Only thing is, I used to uh, have a relationship with a woman. No, no, you <laughs> that, did uh, not. Her birthday was uh, on the 24th and of December, and wow, that's all you listeners who have birthdays like on Christmas or that's the worst. Yeah, it's not fun. When she was a kid, they would wrap her Christmas <clears throat> or birthday present in the same wrap. Wow, like wow, that's just that's that's not good. That's kind of a ripoff, but. What do you think, Larry? Will there be a Raw on Christmas? We mean day day 346 or whatever it is. Yes. No. There'll you are correct. Stupid. Right now, okay, so let me tell you the schedule It'll of taping. It'll be tribute to the elves. Tribute to the elves. This, let me tell you the schedule of taping for the month of December. It looks like the Raw that's being taped Next week will be a double taping. It's not, by the way. It's not a double taping? No, I just described SmackDown. I'm sorry. I got my information crisscrossed. Raw, it looks like there's no... Okay, so there's no Raw live show on the 25th, which means that's probably a clip show. So that's good, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I can fast forward that. Right. We don't have to watch it. But also SmackDown, this is the one I'm talking about, the double taping. Um, It's this week's SmackDown that's the double taping. The one we... Oh, the one coming up. The one coming up this week is going to be a double taping so so the wrestlers can have the week off or whatever. But also, it looks like the SmackDown on the 29th, there's no, like, arena or anything. Like, that might be a best of two. They're just going to do in the street? Yes. Wouldn't that be amazing? Like the Beatles' last concert? Exactly. Wouldn't it be amazing if Christmas week, Raw and SmackDown were both clip shows so we could just review AEW? (laughs) Hey, if AEW wants my permission, they can do a clip show too, and we'll just just talk about Muppets for an hour. I would love that. I Uh, absolutely love it. So it's funny you would bring that up because I was just reading an interview, and I can't remember who it was with, but it was a WWE talent. Okay, And they asked them the biggest difference between Vince not being around and Triple H being in charge. Yeah. And their thing was he understands more about family time and that people need time to be with their families. And it's okay not to be on the. And I was like, wow, we've really kind of seen that in the last month. A lot of people had Christmas stuff to do. Remember when was it a week ago or two weeks ago? You read off the list of everybody who wasn't at the show. They had Christmas shopping to do. Then we had Corey Graves, who just has off any random week. He's like, I got a kid. And they're like, go home. That's it. Still not worth having kids to get. (laughs) Wow. I'd rather work. Wow. Well, that's nice of you, Larry. But um, let's talk about wrestling. We got to get to Dynamite because there's other little news things to talk about, but they're happened within the show. So we'll we'll discuss that. Yeah. But don't expect a lot. We told you not to watch. Don't yell at me. And again, so, don't be surprised when it peaks at dynamite and the rest of it just goes all downhill. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry. This we a, tried to tell this you. This is the first of the rodeos that you've attended. Yeah. 
Uh, Lewis Bell Center. That sounds like a place. Mm. Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Oh, I listen. I admired Canada so much because so much, so much great music. Almost all the great comedy. So much okay. of it comes out of Canada. I, I've my whole life, I've been on a Canada high and or maybe a Canada. What was that drink? Dry high. Canada whiz, whatever it is. Yeah. Wow. AEW made me hate Canada this week. A little bit. I'm sorry. Canucks, as they like to call it. Wow. Uh, Louis Belson of Montreal, Quebec, Canada. All the three places. March, Montreal, Quebec, and Canada. Excalibur, Taz, Tony Schiavone. Enjoy these three because, boy, it's all downhill for wrestling. Oh, my God. The... Is, that what, is that what does it? Is we just have this really good commentary team, the first show out, and then the rest of the week? It is painful. It's Tony, painful everywhere. Tony Khan has three. Notice I didn't call him TK this week. Tony Khan has three different wrestling shows he has to put together per, per week if you don't count Ring of Honor. He cares about one of them. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Oh, I didn't even think about the whole stupid thing. Tony Khan, TK, and then WWE is now TKO. Yeah. There's just, what yes. is, why is there? Is there and, a limited amount of letters that we can switch around? I would think. 26 I think there's twenty six. You could you oh. could organize them in almost an infinite amount of things, but yet everybody's a Daniel, everybody's an Adam, everybody's TKs and cons. Never in my life did I think I had more, more use than just the original con from Star Trek, and now wow. everybody's a con. It's true. Continental Classic Gold League: John Moxley versus Roosh. Uh, I guess there's no count outs because wow, 15 minutes out of um, the ring, I think it was. Well, again, they try to explain that we don't want, and, and this is true also in New Japan when we're doing the G1, and, and I think TK got this from, I call them TK, um, yeah. got this from, from G, the G1, but the referee will let you get away with a lot more stuff when it comes to these tournament matches. So, yeah, well, that's the story because guess what? You can also use beer as a foreign object, I guess. Yeah. So. And also, did Moxley like have to go to rehab after that? I don't know if it soaks into your skin, Joe. I've never, I've, I still take it orally. So it went on his know. face. So it could have gotten in his mouth. And then wouldn't that, like, I'm serious. I'm not joking. In his forehead, I'm being so. very, I know, but I'm being very serious about this. Like, isn't that I dangerous? Think, I don't think it's a contact buzz for <clears> you. I don't think, no, I don't think it's saying, like in the movies where you get a drop on your tongue and you turn into Dr. Jekyll and or Mr. Mr. Why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't you taste it and go, oh, my God, I got now. OK, now that's I what I do. More. Oh, you don't know what it's like. The first. You're right. Beer, I don't. The first beer is one of the best things every time. Every time the first beer is one of the best things that ever happened. In your two that's how life. I feel about Mountain Dew. It's, it's like that. It's Not like the regular the Mountain Dew, the like day, the redneck version, but the good flavored fruity ones. <laughs> That my favorite thing is fruity Mountain Dew. Fruity Mountain Dew. I love fruit Mountain Dew. It's so good. Code Red is like like the nectar of the gods, and then we have these game fuels that came out. They should be paying me right now. The citrus cherry and the mystic punch. The punch is so good. It's just like, and you know what, Larry? I understand what you're saying because I'll tell you what. For two days straight, I didn't have any. I was just drinking Coke Zero and water. And then after two days of no sugar like that. I drank one of these citrus cherries and it was like, it was magic. It is. It is. One little can magical. And when it, everybody owes Mountain, 
really Mountain Dew gave birth to the, all this energy drink. And I know all oh, of, of the course. sodas and pops have yeah. caffeine, but Mountain Dew was the caffeine delivery system for a decade. Yes. Now we have all these monsters and jet fuels and all that crap. All these Star Wars. <laughs> uh, Excalibur. <laughs> oh my God. Excalibur is trying to, they're all titular line. Everybody. The, 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 uh, uh, the uh, uh, reps are being so lenient. The ex, they have to talk about it. Yes. And F- Excalibur says something. Wow, you know, those lefts are just reps are just so lenient. And then Excalibur goes, "Oh my God, I just turned into Jr." That's awesome. <laughs> he goes, I'm, "I'm the Jr." And, I, and they start joking. They're like, "Give me a." Tony's like, "Give me one of those good gods." And Excalibur says, "Oh." No, no, I'm afraid some hitman's from Jr. is going to show up at my house. So they're making fun of Jr. Well, this he's show. not there. So, but then later on in the the week, we'll talk about him like he's dead. Or this is true. We'll get that. Uh, open top can get. I don't know what that means. Uh, rear choke. Roosh, Roosh goes out, and the, this is okay. Roosh goes out. Moxley wins. <clears> then Roosh wakes up. Joe's tells me it's like something from the Ultimate Fighters. That's I didn't like a thing it. that really it's happens weird. if you get if you get I know, choked I've out, been knocked out. I, you, I know what it's like, and you lose, and the referee want, stops the match. And then you instantly wake up. You you could still think you're in the match. I know, but some, but in that's how real life works. I, I wrestling doesn't work right like real life. You know, it should. When somebody smashes Sometimes. me in the chest, I don't take my shirt off and ask for okay. more. Okay, unless I pay for it. Uh, right. Video about Jay Lethal and Switchblade. Renee has strong kingdom. I love them. The one guy's you, wearing a giraffe pattern shirt, which is funny. I think and, that Taven in the giraffe outfit, instead of having the giraffe plush, I I liked that a lot. Um, and they're very very healy, so they are. Also, Larry, did you write down all the things that that Tony Schiavone said that were just like so bizarre? Uh, are we getting with the the how many pounds of tickets we sold? And There's all that? that, and then he yeah. said in this match. Was it him or Taz that said, oh, well, you can't get points out, out of the ring. You have to get in there for the three oh, points. Yeah. And it's like, no, if you win by count out, you still get three points. I think what they meant is if you're both out of the ring, but they didn't say it correctly. Because you wouldn't get any, right? You would get a point. It would be a tie. If you just Oh, got that counted, counts as a tie? It's not a if, double... If you double count out, you, it's still a... That's considered so a draw a time, in the that's tournament. Like a time limit. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, I thought they wouldn't give you anything if you both got counted. No, you you. It's considered that you both got the same thing. Now, if it's a double disqualification, I think it gets zero. Like that, but that's rare. Uh, MJF or Renee has MJF locker room. Hangman is comes. Well, she's going to go into this MJF's is... locker room. Hangman right. just comes up to her and says, "Ah, oh, I see you're going in for an interview, but I'm going to stick my face in here and say stuff. I want to fight Swerve. I still want to fight him." And MJO opens the door and pokes fun at a at a Hangman. And MJ's like, MJF says, "You know, I have like eight people feuding with me right now, uh-huh. but I don't have you, so I want to collect them all." So he starts getting on a uh, Hangman. They argue. Looks like they may fight, but Joe, not you, Joe. Samoa Joe comes oh. in and stops the argument. And I, if you told me that happened, I wouldn't like it. But watching them interact, I'm like, this well, was okay, fantastic. This is another good feud. This was this whole thing was fantastic. Can everybody in everybody feud with MJF, and that's the whole show. It's really working. And by the time we get to the end of this, if he loses the title, you'd be like, of course he would lose it. 
Yeah, he has all these people after him well. and a, and the devil that hates him. So, of course, he's going to lose the title. <laughs> and and it's his own fault because he can't control himself. He didn't have to come out there and get smart. Right. Hangman had a feud with Swerve. He just stuck his nose in it and got all, all yep. smart. But wow, this, was, this was just interesting. And just Samoa Joe saying like, no, I got to protect this guy because I get a title match against him. him so, yeah, he's mine. Yeah, this whole hilarious thing about him just... Constantly worried about him getting, getting, you know, some other match before his match. And uh, it is weird. This is a weird story writing thing that should never be working. We yep. should complain because it's too complicated, but it's not. It's really Continental weird. Classic Gold League, Swerve Strickland versus Mark Briscoe. Uh, uh, I ask you, what happens if someone who is not affiliated with either person runs up and just beats them up? We still don't know, but again, we... Uh, I just don't even want to talk about that unless it happens and then they figure it out and then that becomes a rule because okay. otherwise... Because like you said, they could both get one right? because they're DQ'd for both but not yeah. for their own thing. Uh, well, we're told now that this uh, whole Continental Classic thing is going to be coming back annually. So. What a weird thing to say while it's happening that there's going to be another one next year. I just find that we all know it's probably going to happen but it's weird to, to advertise that now. I think they just they want to make you know this is important because it is taking up a lot of time and, and if yeah. you're not that into it, that's I fine. Can see you be. Okay. Uh oh, and we're told that uh uh Tony tells us that this is WCW and then Excalibur and Taz laugh about it. And I think don't think Tony Tony ever didn't knew even know he, he said, it. said it was WCW. I, he let, he, was, he just time warped back into the 90s. It was so weird. So then they talk about how many tickets, or Tony talks about how many tickets yes. they sold over for Wembley. And he's like, we've sold 3,000 pounds of tickets. 3,000 pounds, and, which he goes, which equals $4 million. And it's <laughs> like, you mean 3,000 pounds? Because that would be about $4 million. Is that what you mean? <laughs> Tony, and, and but later well, they laughed at him and he tried to say it again and he could, he never could understand. Or no. Get an- and then, and then later in the night he goes, we, we've already sold for Wembley stadium, 3 million pounds dollars. Yeah. What? And we all know it's stones. They use stones for oh, money over course. there, right? No, that's free weight. <laughs> Stones, <laughs> stones are weight, but pounds are money. But what is time kilograms? What is what is a kilogram? Oh, that? uh, that's a band. The kilograms. The kilograms. Ah, I was just talking about the killers the other day. Uh I don't know who that uh, is. I just know the kilograms. You don't know the killers? The band? It's <sighs> a joke, Larry. Oh, because what, what song were we saying this should cover? Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, oh, Queen <sighs> did Killer Queen. And the killer should also do Killer Queen, I think. That's what we were talking about. Uh, oh, Dan- Death Valley dri- Driver, uh, Swerve Stomp, and Pin. And guess what? Mark is out of it, technically. By the way, Tony Tony Schiavone called Death Valley Driver a Canadian destroyer. No, he didn't. Yes, he I did. Really? Could, Tony's there's something wrong with him right now. I don't know. And I... It was a it was a rough night for Tony. Let's just say that. If it wasn't yeah. in this match, it was in one of the tournament matches. He called he it je- the Canadian was, Destroyer, Larry. It might you know what? It might have been in it might have been in Brody King match, but I don't remember which match it's, it was in. But I'm telling you, because they're it. in Canada and he's just got no. something. 
Is his head not working? He sounds like me. He's what just, is wrong with this guy? I don't know. Yeah, so Mark Briscoe is out. Hey, Mark Briscoe's not can't win it now. I wonder how he feels. Guess how we're going to wind up knowing how he feels in a second clip of a recap video on the last show of the week. And we'll get to that. But just wow. remember that I don't like that much. That's Renee great. talks to Mariah May. Remember her? Mm-hmm. And I guess she's got a match now. Oh, but I don't know with who and I don't know when. Wow. Samoa Joe and MJF versus the Devil's Henchman. That's another good band. Uh, Joe comes out. It gets dark. He's go, Lights go on. He's surrounded by devils. Lights go out. They're all off. Up on the Tron, MJF has a, a fake beer bottle broken over his head, lying on the ground. And he's like, oh, no. And Joe runs back. To okay, so I don't him. like this because as dumb it as... It looked fake. Not, no, not that. Because it was supposed to look fake. And I'll tell you why. But or did you mean like the lights and stuff was supposed to look fake? Oh, it all looked kind of goofy. Okay, the well, I'll tell you. Look fake. It, well, well no, that, okay, it that, looked like you could fake it. Is the I know, but that's the okay. That's the point. Now that was the point, Larry. Just to let you know, that's the story. Is I know, that but... okay? I'm telling. Okay, but hold on. I don't like this because TK is not a bait and switch kind of guy. But he told the people buying the tickets a week ago that they were going to watch Samoa and Joe and MJF team up. And then that never happened. I think that's pretty bad for TK. I don't like that. I don't understand if aren't they demons if they're not the actual literal devil? Like, Um, I don't know the hierarchy of hell, but I'm not really sure. But I can tell you also what you were saying about the beer bottle, though. It is supposed to look fake. Because even the commentators after that said, well, we never saw the beat down. MJF could have just pretended. Yeah, but my problem, it looked too fake. But that's not in the way. Right. But that's the idea that you're like, they made it look fake. Right. You know what I'm saying? I I know what you're saying, but taking out. It's hard to do what you're asking there. Yes. So I come back and Moxley's talking and he says he's got a He's not humble. He's going to win. He's the ace of the world. Uh, he says gonna get swerved. So yeah, Swerve this was good too. Best, right? Yeah, this yeah, is so. this is good. Ah, uh, this was good. I love. I, I love this. There was still a Turner Classic movie thing. Yes. You realize most of the movies we probably watched in high school are probably on there now. They're not. Stop it. Oh, good. And he lists off all of Tony Storm's films and how great she is. The set even looks – do you remember what the set of the PTO club would look like back in the day? That's what the set looked like, that it's being filmed with a cheesy cable. It's pretty good. You don't watch TCM then? Okay. No. Is That's that fine. what their set looks like? A yeah. cheesy PTO club? Yes. Who is watching Turner Classic movies? I don't know. Somebody that likes to watch movies okay. with commercials. I, the do they have commercials? Used to watch I actually have don't to know. dead by now. What's that? It was popular with really old people. They're all, they have to be dead by now. Yeah, but then you just replace the classics with more classics or you just. No, what do you replace the old people who died that watch your show? I don't know. Because younger people. All I know is, did you hear how he wouldn't say Tony's catchphrase, right? Because he's a refined man. It's awesome. (laughs) I love it. Women's title match, Tony Storm versus Sky Blue. At least it does seem like Sky Blue could get a title shot. She's the first title contender in a month and a half in aw i've thought okay she she should probably get some kind of shot Everybody but sh- else okay but random. should she be she she was the one that got pinned in the world 
t- in the uh, TBS no. title match. No, it's not the best, but at least she does win matches, and she is an up and comer. Uh, oh, let me let me tell you. Remember last week, I was like, I love this progression with Sky Blue, and now she's wearing the crown instead of the eye makeup. Nope, that week she was just too forgot to or too lazy or forgot to do the eye makeup because now it's back. So no story progression whatsoever. Well, they progress to a point and then realize they don't know where they're going. So, you know, I miss her Scooby-Doo, but, uh, Scooby uh, match, match, match. Tony gets on Luther's shoulders for a thing. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, does it, is it Taz doesn't understand. He knows it's old, right? But he doesn't understand the time frame. So he's like, Oh, Oh, she's, she's ready. Take your Polaroids folks. No, Yes, Polaroid. He thinks it was in the seventies. Yes, that, it's that's not. not how. Oh my God, he's like those uh, t- those those talking pictures with the Polaroids. He's yeah. so confused. Mm-hmm. Match, match, match. Code Blue, no, and Tony just rolls her up. So, can we get rid of Code Blue, please? What what else is she gonna do? She has that other sky attack or whatever it's called. I don't know. She has other moves. That sounds like a Atari game if I've ever heard one. I love it. Uh, um, Riho's back. I'm going to go she play says, Sky Attack right now because I'm sick of talking about wrestling. I want to play Atari. Uh, uh, Rio's back and Tony runs away. And what? Okay. I You would have to go back and watch and don't watch. But Rio came out and it's like, ha I'm here. And Tony's like, oh, no, and runs away. And then Rio's like, I'll get you. It looked like Rio was nervous and shaking. I know. Did you was, see it? I said she was trembling. Yes. What is that? I don't know. I it, it was it, so obvious. She's like, "Am I still like liked here?" That's what this was. She's a professional. She's done this. I know, but she's like, she makes, <laughs> it was really strange. She I've only shows up twice a year. Uh, cop cage. Oh, cope, cope, and Christian Cage video package. Mm-hmm. Cop cage. That'll be the next match. Continental that's Classic. That's a good. Cop Cage is a good movie, though. Yeah, Cop Cage would be a great movie. Mm-hmm. Continental Classic Gold League. Jay White versus Jay Lee. I just Both trademarked it, so don't even go near it. Okay. Jay's Jay's all around. I hope Jay wins this match. He will. The crowd is hot. I'll give you that. Well, they're hot because they do that dumb thing that they're like, oh, remember when there was Adam Page against Adam Cole and we did Let's Go Adam, Adam Forever, or whatever. Let's do that with Jay. And it's like. Yeah, it's fun, but you did that already. But it's whatever. It's okay. They're having fun. They didn't do that for the Briscoe match. (laughs) Let's go, Jay. Oh, we are sorry. Uh, I guess a Blade Runner, but then there's a roll-up and another roll-up. Yeah, roll-ups all around. And uh, who won? Oh, uh, (laughs) Switchblade won the match because Jay Lethal's out. Yeah, sorry, I, I got disturbed by the very next thing I wrote. I can't get past. So yeah, so yeah, he wins whatever. And Jay Lethal, I think, is Jay Lethal technically out? Right? He's lost. He cannot win. He yeah. can't. It's he lost three matches. He's out. Okay. Does that mean he's going back to the Double J Farm drawing board? Yes. Uh, this next line: the Vaughn Ericks are coming. Yeah. What does that even mean? Well. It means they showed a picture of the one living Von Erich 
uh, patriarch guy, not the dad, but the, the brother, and then the two Von Eric kids that wrestle in whatever it is MLW sometimes Lacey? or used to, or I don't know. And that's it. So it's three Von Erics. First off, and not Lacey. Lacey. No. Secondly, like if there's only one living Von Eric, he wins like Ton D. But did he, does he get everything? Yes. Uh, they're going to be on to foot. promote the Iron Claw movie. So there you go. Oh, I don't know if I need that movie. Um, I heard it was awesome. Really? Well, yes. The, okay. Here's like oh, wait. Here's why hold I don't on. Need it. Here's Have you? Have you seen the trailer? No, because you don't watch trailers. I've seen two different ones. They, it looks fantastic. Well, here's the thing. If it's awful, it's awful. If it's good, then it's horribly sad and that's a thing. And gross. It, of course, it's going to be sad. So yeah, I probably don't need it. Well, I want it though. You know, I wrote a Von Erich's, um I don't want to call it a comedy, but it was kind of a. Oh, I wish I could. I can't even say it here because it's. I feel bad. <laughs> you wrote a comedy. You should feel bad if you I wrote know, a comedy about I the know. Von Erics. But do you know? Uh, do you know they had to? Uh, there's a lot of. There's not very much Carrie in it, from what I heard. Carrie Von Erich, because they're missing that footage. <laughs> wow! Good job. You've done it. You did it, Larry. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm not even I'm not even mad at Oh my god. TNT title match. Christian Cage, who has that title, gets Adam Cope Copeland, who's not an edge. Yeah. Talk uh oh. I don't know what this means. Talk cope shagging attitude. Okay. Oh, changing attitude. Okay. Think about this. Copeland needs to stay out. He oh, always yes. comes back and he's happy. And something happens, and it ruins his life, and he goes to a dark place. Even when he, even when he would leave WWE and then come back, but then leave again, like like when Judgment Day would beat him up, and then he came back and tried to be beyond Judgment Day, and, be, and he was happy. Yes, and he got sucked back in. Mm-hmm. He needs to stay out of wrestling. His, his only story is my life is going great. I decided <sighs> to come back into wrestling, and everything fell apart. You're right. Um, the, here's where we're like millions of pounds of dollars of tickets. Oh, uh, spear no kill switch no ref oh ref gets a low blow from christian okay but then we didn't even see what happened before that I, yeah i didn't edge just like was laying there dead in the ring we never saw what happened uh christian gets the belt um he gets speared nick wayne's mom comes down oh no we didn't call this one and she hits okay she hits cope with the belt. of course i called that but she is just she was so bad at this segment all she did was, was look her, i know you weren't but all she did was look at edge and like he was gonna hit him isn't the gimmick she that she's at me. but it, yes i know larry right got <laughs> it but isn't the gimmick she's supposed to pretend she wants to hit christian because christian's a jerk i thought she wanted first to hit me. okay stop <laughs> she's attractive let's talk about tony shivani again yeah he's like Who's that? And then Excalibur says, that's Nick Wayne's mom, Shana Wayne. And he mishears it. And then he goes, well, Shana Wayne. And he says Shana Wayne four times and no one can correct him because we're trying to put this over that there's a big turn coming. 
Well, maybe he said it because they're in Canada, and that's how Canadians no. say it. We said it because there's something wrong with Tony Schiavone this week. <laughs> I, it was a weird night. Yes. If JR had done all this stuff, we would be laughing about how crazy Do you want to know what's wrong with him? I'll tell you. In it? my in my yeah. professional opinion, and I'm not a doctor, he is spreading himself too thin. He's on three different shows this week, plus he has all his backstage stuff. He's doing too much. You really can't. Doctor, please don't make that diagnosis because if he leaves the I other know, two shows. I know, then we're in trouble. He's a babysitter on the other two shows this week. I know. He always, why not? You know, I could fix that. Fire everybody else on those other two shows and bring in Excalibur and Taz every but other week But then they have to work three days. They can't. No. They're young men. They can take it. No. Taz, Taz would say so he's young. not young. Taz would say he's an old oldie now. I'm an old man's. I'm going to go no, home and watch the, the way, honeymooners. Cage did keep the title, so we can just we can keep this moving. Right. Okay. I, I do want to see. The, the Nick Wayne's mom talking segment is going to be amazing. When she t- explains what she did, it's going to be a classic. I get, I'm calling it now. I think you're right. Oh, it's going to be a Dixie Carter special. I think you're absolutely right. Okay, let me check for emails here. Um, this Is this real? Uh, that's general, so I'll save that. This is... So, oh, my God. Okay, I'll save that. This is Rampage. I'll save that. Oh, my God. Why do we have so many emails this week? Okay. We have one um, from... No, that I have to read after... Wow, there's so many. There's so many emails. What? I'm not joking. No, I'm not joking. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight emails, and none of them are about specifically about dynamite. Some are about the Continental Classic, but I have to wait till after we're done with that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So, which one should I read right now? Oh, this one, because we. Okay. um, Noah Vanderhoff from Noah's Arcade writes in and says, Noah Vanderhoff is a fake name. If I, if I were, if you wrote a script with Noah Vanderhoff, Uh I would, I would laugh at you and say, well, uh, truth is stranger than fiction. If you missed NXT deadline, just wanted to call it the triple H made CM Punk do a reverse Walter as per the terms of his return for Larry. That means he came out as a surprise on the starting watermark of the show. He did. Both HBK and CM Punk forgot their lines, took a selfie, and that was it. Pure poopy. Noah Vanderhoff. Oh, Noah's yeah. We're not going to cover that here. So, yeah, we should, like, breeze over uh, Punk and NXT. That's what I just said. But I'm saying, like, he wore, he wore, get this, because he's so edgy. Oh, my God. He's so edgy. Yeah. I don't know how they get away what with What shirt this. did he wear? He Larry? wore, oh, can I say this? Bret Hart. The Bret Hart shirt. Can you believe it? Michaels, oh, my God. Look at how controversial he is. Wow. He how made he get away with this. He made HBK upset with his t-shirt. Oh no. Sweatshirt, whatever it's crazy. it was. That, like whatever. that's not kayfabe at all. That's real life, people. He's faux real. Wow. <laughs> oh, we, we we can't get into it now, but yeah, let's no. let's go. Let's go. Where are we? What's next? Because let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I think it's SmackDown next. So tribute oh, to so the we troops. Are get into it. Ooh, this show, this show is a just like I, I. It was almost like watching nothing. Okay. So why why would why were we told we wanted to see this show tonight? No, nope. because what CM was... Punk's going to be on it. That's it. Oh, 
yeah, boy, it's. I can't wait to see what he says. Yeah, let's Probably find something out. something about the Israeli conflict or something. But at least Corey Graves. Will, oh my God! At least Corey Graves will be there, and he'll. Nope, nope. He's gonna really leave us in on the what's it called in the lurch. In the lurch with the, hey, the family. You. Exactly. Tribute to the troops, Rhode Island, and some hick song plays. Oh and, my God! Did you know who this was from? Yes, of course I knew who it was because he was on wrestling a hundred times already. You knew from, you don't know his songs. It could have been any giggity giggity guy out there. It's It goes, not talking politics. It's that hardy guy. I can't stand him. And of course you're talking politics. If you make a song, you're automatically talking politics, you stupid idiot. I'm just Got saying nothing? there were so many people to pick from to do music for the show, and they picked. They always have to pick hick songs for the troops because reasons. Okay, so Patrick talks, and I don't want it, and it gets worse and worse. Cole says, this is the most important show of the year, Larry. Oh, well, it, it's the most important show we ever do. Now... She- Keep okay. in mind, we yeah. didn't change anything around except no. call it something. We didn't go somewhere special no. or invite special people. Or No. Okay, Corey Graves, I hate you because JBL is there instead of Graves. And well, I wrote. He was going to be there anyway. You can't even. He would have been there anyway. Well, then send Patrick home. Yeah, he's. <laughs> I wish. I would take JBL over Patrick any day. I wouldn't. Wait till you hear his commentary. Okay, so. Oh, you wouldn't? Uh, no, because JBL is, an, a, he's well, a buffoon. A he's a terrible commentator. I I can't believe he was like a normal, regular commentator for such a long time. I can't, like, I can't believe it. But anyway, I wrote, do we have to watch this? Let me tell you what it is. Yeah, we, Tonight, we, yeah, we do, but we do every year and I we know. hate it every year. Tonight, it's, no, the years that they taped it and then repl- they taped it in October or September or whatever. <laughs> Remember? And then they would air it in December. It's maybe not that far apart, but it was, I think it was though one year, but we wouldn't watch those, but then it wasn't called, it wasn't SmackDown. That's all tonight. It's LA night and Randy Orton against the bloodline. And it's the United States tournament. Number one contender things, whatever it's called, except they're calling it Larry, the United States championship tournament. What's wrong with that? I don't know what. It's not for the title. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're right. So, okay. What? You don't win that. That's not what the tournament should be called. The the tournament is misnamed. Or it's named correctly, and the commentators and the ring announcers saying it wrong. So, that's all. It just, that bothers me a lot. Um... The opening match is Santos Escobar against Dragon Lee. Oh my God, JBL is so dumb. Are you ready for this? JBL and Patrick both. Okay. JBL says, Luce Libre. Okay. Right. Later he's going to call it something else. Dominic comes out to watch the match. JBL says, Taiwan Lannister. <laughs> you mean Tywin Lannister? Taiwan then he says, w- w- ward Cle- w- Where Ward Cleaver? 
Then he says, Mahatmas Gandhi. <laughs> Does he okay, say any point, name right tonight at all? At this point, I think you're just... Larry, he said a gimmick now. three names in a row and all of them were wrong. Cole says, well, you know all about the beef. And then Patrick says, JBL talks about how Santos is speaking Spanish. And Patrick says, you haven't got a Scooby-Doo what he's saying. <laughs> I swear to God, what are we watching? I'm glad I didn't have to listen to the commentary yeah. on the show as closely as you We do. go to break. When we come back, Patrick goes, oh, JBL, delighted to be on commentary. And they're like, he's like, oh, I'm, I mean, we're delighted to have him here. <laughs> oh, my God. The crowd chants JBL when these guys in the, are in the ring killing each other. I don't want this. Guess what? Guys are in the ring killing each other. They're chanting, we want mommy. Okay. Dragon lead Larry just, it's that, remember that, that formula where if you're on Raw and you have an NXT title match the next day, you always lose on Raw? Mm-hmm. Guess what? Well, we're going to do that in AEW too. I know. Dragon Lee has an NXT title match against Dominic the next day on NXT. And here, he just loses. He didn't even, like, there's no, I thought, oh, it's a distraction or something. No, he just jobs. Flat finish, Dragon Lee loses, and he, now he's a title match tomorrow. What is this? I don't know because it's a different universe. We're going to do this. This bothers me in yeah. AEW also. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay, so then JBL says Lucha Libre. Can he say? Oh, okay. He calls Patrick Keith and then Dominic spits on Dragon Lee and leaves. I don't want to watch this show anymore at all. This is pain. Backstage, Randy Orton visits Nick Aldis. Oh my God, remember last week we said he should just go in there and... And say, and say, you know, am I fine? And he would go, worth it. Yes, Remember that? No, I like this better. They improved the thing we yep. said. Yep. So I, they, we improved it. And then honestly, they improved it better. Oh my this God. This was amazing. So he hands Nick all this. We assume it's a check. And then they talk. <laughs> I don't think it's a drugs. Cause and, no, know, it's not a drugs. His best friend's not there now. And Randy Orton's like. I don't know L.A. Knight. I don't trust L.A. Knight. I like how the story's weird because Orton admitted that he knows all the product and he kept talking about all the details of the product, but he pretending he doesn't know L.A. Knight. That's kind of funny. But Nick Aldis looks down at the check at the end of the segment and he goes, I said 50,000. This is 100,000. And Orton goes, that's for next time. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh, it was fantastic. Oh, my God. I was so happy. I was so pleased with that line. But um, to, to Orton's defense, he's in a while. We're all going to forget who LA Knight is. So that's great. It's like they had LA Knight. The crowd was crazy hot for LA Knight. And now they're like, oh, we have Orton and CM Punk. Never mind. It's like that Simpsons episode where you get the sheep. And, and Lisa's like, <sighs> oh, so sheep. And then there's a cute more of your little of course. She's like, oh, and then the other sheep. And they're like, get out of here. I'm Bernie the hamster. Yeah. Uh, Cody comes out, you know, SmackDown's own Cody, you know, Larry? SmackDown's yeah. Cody. He says, 
I'm here because I asked to be here because it's tribute to the troops. Did you know tonight is tribute to the troops? He actually says that. <laughs> he says, did you know it's tribute to the troops? Yeah, we heard the rumor. It's on the show. And he goes, here's, here's a video package about the tribute to the troops. And here's the army drill team. And they come out and spin guns around civilians. I do that. I get arrested. Yes, exactly. And then <laughs> they then they have Larry, actually no. It is perfectly legal to carry a firearm down the street and spin it in most states. So I'm yeah, sure it is. Freaking <sighs> stupid America. Um, they okay. Then they have college sports old man on there because you know what we need. Oh, this. Well, how is this troops? It's football, not. They have football. And the military mixed up know, all the time. I know. Do people, do normal people think it's America? That's all this is? Yes, that's why they got Hardy in his yuck, yuck, I don't talk in politics song. Think okay. about his, like, racial past. Yes. You could have picked anybody else. Okay, why? but guess what? Now that there's old man sports on here, you know what we need? Four old white honkies on commentary at once. We're getting it. You want it? Yet I, and yet we can't get New Day to turn. What do we have to do I don't know. to make New Day turn? Lashley comes out and then Lashley in a box says, God bless the troops, both sides. He does say all the troops. Um, Heel Montez Ford is saying, I love the troops. Well, I he was, used to be a troop. He says, I was in the Marine Corps with a Z. How do you mispronounce the thing you were in? Because he was in the cool division. Oh. Scarlet. Back in my day, we spelled army with an X. Is that what it is? Everything had an X in it. Mm. I was in the army. Yikes. Scarlet and Karrion Cross come out, and I can't believe By the way, exist. how come we never heard about, uh, not to interrupt, but how come we didn't hear about Orton's service? Well, you see. <laughs> see, the real joke is if every tribute to the troops, he didn't show up. That would be the best. Is he, he still a wall? By the way, so like, are AWOL. they still looking for him? I, they had him dead to rights all those mm. times. Attributed the troops could have arrested him. Yeah. Can you imagine? I know. <laughs> Orton is in your unit, and he's the guy that runs all runs yep. away. Like you're twice I, as big as me, buddy. It's insane. Tournament match: Lashley against Carrying Cross. I can't. Okay. Things, Cross. There's a few things I can't believe. This is one of them. Karrion Cross is still with the company. He's gotten more chances. I don't want to say than anyone because that's not true. But he remember, he was He-Man or whatever, Gladiator Man on Raw. He lost his debut, I think, to Jeff Hardy. He floundered and floundered, didn't have um, Scarlet with him. And then got fired. Then gets rehired by Triple H as soon as Vince like looks the other way. Without a plan. They have no idea what to do with him. They started putting him in a world title feud with Drew McIntyre. Remember that? Oh, he did, didn't he? No. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then. But it did seem like that was going to be a thing. Yep. And they dropped it. And then they had him job severely. And tonight is the worst because it is a one-sided beatdown with a commercial. I don't know other than maybe one right cross, pun intended, I guess, or whatever. Um, 
I don't think he got any moves in. Lashley destroyed him and there was a commercial break. That's rare. Spear Lashley wins. And by the way, during this match, they fed the old honky football guy a line that says, Karrion Cross. he hasn't been around since August. <laughs> he's, he's really up on the product. Oh my God. Yeah, I believe that. He said, you know, that guy was, that guy was thinking he was going to see Hulk Hogan tonight. I think you're right. I, ex- I can't wait to see the I Hogan's ex- and the Andres. I expected Triple H to feed him a line that says, ask about the guy in red. Ask how much he weighs. Oh my God. That would have, I would have died. I would have loved it. Yes. And I'll tell he you what. He would have done too. He would have done it too. Yes. I said, as this match is going, <laughs> I was at the beginning of the match. I said, Oh my God, Karrion Cross! when was the last time we saw him? I think it was fighting AJ Styles and we haven't even seen Styles in forever. This guy is fed the line, wow, Karrion Cross! he hasn't been around since August. What was the last time he was feuding with AJ Styles? Like, he said all the things that I said, but they just gave it to him as a joke. So, yeah. Why is Karrion Cross still here? I don't know. And if I was him, why is he not calling it a sick... <laughs> Nothing is helping his career. No. I would I would have said, oh, the plane didn't land. I'm still Anything. in the air. Sorry. Anything. Yep. We so, ran out of gas. <laughs> that means with Lashley winning, it's Santos against Lashley heel versus heel match next time. So that's great. So are they really going to go? Oh, OK. I don't even know what Lashley is technically now. His character has been so new. He's a heel that everyone loves. I don't know. Yeah, that's... but with no story, but with a story that's kind of hanging out there. Yep. He wants to have a stable, but he can't figure out how to work it or get it like he wants to put in the paperwork for a stable. But he's like, yes. Lashley celebrates with DMV. Sh- maybe. Lashley shell- celebrates with the Street Profits on the ramp, and I don't get it. Backstage. But he did, didn't he? Last we saw, they lost a world title match, and he was angry, right? Correct. I don't know what this going on. Here. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there a lady that was trying to get in the group? Efab, and she still is, but she was didn't need to be there this week. She was in catering. I heard. Backstage, damage control is having fun, except without Bailey. So Bailey comes in, and instantly the fun stops. And Bailey says. Uh, sorry guys that I interfered last week. I'm going to stay back here this time. And Dakota says, well, we're going to go out there tonight for Oscar's match. And yes, you can stay here. And they leave and Bailey's sad because she's such an outsider in her own group. So there's not really going to be a good explanation for this. Is there? Mm, No, it's just going to happen and we're going to move on and no one's ever going to be like, what was the plan? Why did they do it? It's, this is and it's taking so long. It's oh, almost like there's so another long. level of a twist coming because Bailey is so much of a jerk that why would the fans cheer for her? Like I don't understand what the like end game is. The only way you save it, and I don't, you can't save the actual story because there's nothing here to be like. Why would you kick Bailey out or what was? The, you can save Bailey by making her almost stone cold. That when she gets kicked out, say Charlotte's there and she's like, we'll help you against. And she's like, I no, I'm still evil. I just because they you know, kicked me out. I don't want your help. I'm, you know, I it's did almost my good girl thing. And I'm done. You could you could do that. And make you know what you almost have to. You know what you almost have to do? Shut down WWE and start it again. Well, Restart it. Unplug it. See if it it's, back in. Yeah. Yeah. Give it five minutes. No, you almost the only way to really finish the story, I think. At this point, this late in the game, and I think this is why they're dragging their feet, 
could I be right about this, Larry? Is you have Bailey get beat down out of the group and the one that saves her is Sasha Banks. Mm. I think that's like a lot. Just I think that's the only way. I really do. I'd rather have the Bailey. I'm still a bad guy (laughs) just because I was kicked out of my group. Just make her interesting. I don't think that's anything, but I think the Sasha thing is everything. So, you know, Sasha's gone. We forgot about her, and she has had sort of a good match in four years. I know that, and she also has been injured forever. But I think she's cleared now. And if she is, um, do you see? Do you see her in AEW? Because I don't. Where is she? I I don't know. I I just assume she got hurt and then got hurt again and then they got hurt again. Do do we need there's this thing about bringing people back when you don't need them. Yeah. No one needs her. There's no there's no real reason to have her. We've got to stop this. Bring people back. But for the Bailey story, I think you do. I think you do. I would rather see her still be a loner, even though she was kicked out of a group. The only way it works. There's two ways it works, Larry. And it, either way makes Bailey a big face. You bring back Sasha and she saves Bailey and they're a tag team again. Or you bring back Sasha, she comes out, looks like she's going to save Bailey and she beats up Bailey and she's the new leader of damage control. Those are the two answers. Well, I don't, you, I don't see a third one. they already have a big one. face with the lady that hangs around the new Steiners. <laughs> Ivy Nile? She's just, she's just a face on a neck. I Where's love, the rest of her head? I love Ivy Nile. I know. I think she could be a good wrestler, but there's yeah. just like there's just a big face on a neck. And I'm like, where I know there's other things. Where do you put your ears? It's just oh. a big face. What? You're she's, so mean. She's got a big old face on on a neck. I'm like, calm down, face. Give the other rest of the head some What the face. heck? I didn't know you were like this. You're so mean about her. Why? I I, I don't well, okay. Why she has done nothing since they brought her up. She could do something, you know. Okay. She was in a battle world that she didn't win. So there's that. Okay. Cole says, maybe tonight we'll find out a hint about where Punk is going to sign. Now, why? Immediately after he says didn't that. Didn't we say at the beginning, tonight was the night he was going to, even no, if he didn't sign No, they wrong. never said that. Wasn't that the thing that no. he's going to decide tonight? No, never. In fact, not only was that never, immediately after Cole says, maybe we'll find out, there's a commercial for Raw that says Punk will decide on Raw where he signs. Oh, sorry. I thought we were on Raw. Never mind. Oh. Well, yes, if you think we're on Raw, then yes. Yes. So you thought we were done with the show. I was hoping. We've only read one email out of eight. Oh. You think we're done. Yeah, I'm definitely hoping we're done now. Oh, my God. Punk comes out. Okay. I can't make this stuff up. Oh, I don't know how you're going to cover this. Okay, here we go. He complains about getting his time cut on Raw. He keeps saying, y'all... I don't know anything that's more phony than a guy that's never used the word y'all and then just uses it a bunch of times. You don't think Chicagoans are using y'all? Never. He says, I'm going to leave what show I go on partly up to the fans. First of all, partly up to. Okay. I I don't know what that means. That's bullcrap. It's it's a lie because he's a liar. So they yell. And then you know what he says? They yell SmackDown or whatever. 
You know what he, he says? He goes, I, what? I legit can't hear you. So he's lied again. He's using the word legit, which would mean I really am serious this time. Like the phrase, I'm going to be honest with you, which is used by pathological liars a lot. If you study that kind of psychology, but he lies again and again and again. And then he says, I want to win the rumble so I can point at a sign. He says, oh my God, this is so bad. He gets all piece of crap edition here and says, some people don't like when I say I love you to the fans. So I won't be that guy now. I'm going to be spicy CM Punk. This is so bad. He is a parody of himself. Yeah, that's I'm waiting for you to finish so we can talk okay, about this. Okay, let me tell you the rest because this is cover what this he is does and we need kind to talk of un this. this is kind of unbelievable. He says, So I have a friend that says, What do you want to talk about? But I'm gonna say Who Wait, 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 you wait, no, no, no. You you're doing it wrong. Sorry. He said he says it, and the crowd's like, I know that's Cody Rhodes. Yay. And then he's like, I sure hope I don't run into somebody who hears voices in his head. Yeah. Okay. Yay. I know. I know. That guy. I know. He's, he's it's like, I hope, say, I hope somebody doesn't show up. Who's leading a thug life. And they're like, he's, Yay, he's makes a list of wrestlers. So he goes, do you want me to tell you about Cody? Because it's who you want me to talk about. And the crowd Cody says, doesn't. Cody, wait, Cody. Why do you want him to talk about Cody? You know because why? Because they're hoping to say something about AEW and be That's edgy. not why. It's because they're not they're not wrestling fans. They're just No, but I'm saying what we want here I is know. this punk and he's he's literally doing the crowd fluffing. You, you ever go to a live event and they have the ring announcer come out and do the crowd fluffing? I'd be like Yeah, he's hey, like Don He's like Don West right now mixed with Mick Foley. This is horrible. He's like I I sure hope that somebody related to Ric Flair, who's a woman, doesn't wrestle tonight. They're like, oh, he meets Charlotte Flair. I bet it's Charlotte Flair. Yes. So he's all he's doing I know. is I I can't believe this promo. It's he says, shocking. I got a lot of stories about Cody I could tell you. How about this? How about this? I want to talk about someone who's never here. Roman Reigns. Yay, it's Roman Reigns, but he's not here. He says, and he's Roman, not say anything about him. Right. He says, Roman, I acknowledge you, but remember, Paul Heyman was my wise man first. And then he's and then he says, Punk, he's Punk says, Solo is Jimmy Uso's cousin. You mean brother? He's a buffoon. Then he says, I could go to Raw with Jay Uso, or I could scrap with Jimmy Uso on SmackDown. But he can't remember Jimmy's name. He's like, I could go with Jim, Jim, Us Jimmy Uso. And then he goes, but I, I, this is word for word. He goes, but Jimmy Uso, holy gosh, he has a lot of cousins. I'm talkless. I'm talking yeah, endless Sam Owens. I love first off, Sam Owens should come back to wrestling. That I, would be a great I wrote down before you say anything like I wrote down, is he high? Joe, this is a man who came back and said, the reason I'm here is because I'm so hot on the mic. 
That's why they hired me back because oh I'm my God. hot on the mic. This may be the Mike. worst promo I've ever heard from somebody who is supposed to be I, a great promo cutter. This okay, I, but and in a position where this is the big promo of your life, right here, this of your return or whatever you want to say. The, yes, the second part of your life. This he, was embarrassing. It was really embarrassing. And then he says the thing about voices in his head. And then he says, can I tag with Randy Orton? And at, at that point, you're like, wait, isn't it LA Knight and Randy Orton? He's just saying stuff. This isn't anything. It is the, it's like the guy that comes out before the match and says, are it's you exactly here to that. see? Okay. But then anything to get a crowd response here in Cleveland, Ohio. Yes. He says, but he'll I, save that for Raw. What about Kevin Owens? I don't think I can work with Kevin Owens. I can't work with anyone who randomly punches people in the face backstage. Wink. He says, and then he waits for a response. There's zero reaction. And I thought for sure when they replayed this on Raw, they would edit in a ooh or something, anything. No one reacts. Then he goes, it's 2023. You just can't be doing that. Is this? It's terrible. Even the meta stuff isn't working. Then he goes, there's always that one bad apple that spoils the bunch. But get it? It's not him. It's supposed to be Seth Rollins this time. And he says, and that one guy that does not like me, he's the one guy. Everyone else loves me and is my family. But this one guy, Seth Rollins, all he has is his song. And he's not even the man in his own family, y'all. Wasn't this the guy in AEW was wearing all those great liberal pro-choice shirts? And he just made a joke about somebody being a wussy because he lets a woman have Correct. a say. That's great. That's good. Because, because yeah, you're not just pandering at all moments of your life, are you? Wow, this guy's he's, I, he's just okay, a Let me stop right here. Because it is no joke. Both you and I are not huge CM Punk fans. No. But let me let me talk to the person but we may, that is. But wait, good, hold on. But we may have been at one point in time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One point. Yes, we were. I'm talking right now. I and I'm sure you'd. I wanted him back in WWE because I was. This is. It's so stale right now. I thought we were going to get something interesting. We didn't. But let me talk to our listener who loves CM Punk. This isn't what you want. Don't lie to me. This was terrible, and you know it. This isn't what you wanted Punk to say. You wanted edgy stuff. You wanted wrestling to be real. You wanted him to say something about Hangman. You wanted him to say something. He didn't. This is this is not this is not the corporate AI written CM Punk that you wanted. Don't this lie is, to me. It's this not. Is a, so it's no not. It's one's a parody here. Yeah. Yes, he is a legitimate. I'm. And if the only way it works is if this is some long term story where he's. But that's not where it's going to be. But, but that's yeah. and that's the thing. You can always turn it into that. But that's not what this is at all. That's the only way you save it. But that's the only way you save it by good writing. Do you know how I hate to say this, Joe, because this is what I really wanted to talk about. Yeah, he's so bad here and he's so bad Monday night and it's not going to work. I'm, it's not going to work. The only way you save this is by having him go on a winning streak and win your stuff and put him over like that. And I'm afraid that's what if well, they spent the money. And you want something from him? He's not delivering like this. He's not delivering. I mean, as if a character, it were, I know he's going to have to deliver as. Look at me, I'm winning stuff, and, and I'm that's, beating people. Right, and that's the thing. Yes, they might do that, but 
Do you want to trust him with your world title? Because I didn't trust him to hire him. They're idiots I know. for him. It's, they're they're well, bad. Here's the thing. I thought about this last night when I watched Raw, and um, I said, it's a shame Damian Priest is turning face, because if he wasn't, wouldn't it be awesome for Punk to win the Rumble and then to beat Seth Rollins at WrestleMania and instantly get cashed in on? Well, could happen. I guess if Punk's enough of a D-bag by then, people would cheer Priest, right? Maybe. Again, they aren't going to do that whole... They're not going to do anything with him, probably, and it's just going to be such a failure. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I, I Or maybe of... he can host some talk show on Fox or whatever that was. <laughs> yes. So, Remember that? Yeah. So the end of this, he keeps saying y'all, and then he says, I'm even calling HBK about being in NXT. There, This is just like, it just goes on, and it just goes on forever and ever, and I'm done talking about this. It's just so bad. Why is he here, Joe? To make money. Oh, I thought it was to make friends, but you're right. No. It was to make money. Charlotte comes out, and then backstage, Punk is too scared to knock on Roman Reigns' door to talk to Paul Heyman. So then he runs into Kevin Owens. I thought this was cute. He's like, have you seen Nick Aldis's locker room? First of all, what? It's his office. His locker room? Is he a wrestler all of a sudden? So Punk doesn't even know the product. And then Owens just laughs at him and goes, nope, and just leaves. <laughs> so that's good. Kevin Owens saved me. Yep. Saved me. Kevin Owens is that knight that rushes in and scoops up me, the damsel in distress, and saves me every time. And you're like, time. oh my God, I, I, I can't I rely thank on you. that man more than I, I, I actually should. I agree. Damage control come out. And on their way out, two colorful hair women attack them. <laughs> there is no That's human... So there is no human way to know who these people are. And instantly Michael Cole goes, that's Selena Vega and me chin. No, no. Oh. I rewound it. There's no way. Maybe you can tell who me chin was. There was zero way to tell who Selena Vega is. This I was, thought it was so Jim fake. And the holograms just jumped in. They're the truly outrageous. Oh, truly, truly. Yeah. Tank liar and sidekick Bianca come out. Can you believe Bianca's already back into that sidekick role? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And all the faces take out damage control. So it's a one-on-one -on -one match. Charlotte against Asuka. Oh, God. Charlotte completely misses a moonsault. And Asuka has to sell it. As Cole says, she didn't get all of it. And Charlotte yes, stands. Did, at least got enough of it. I, and I, it was one of those where she was so far away. Asuka had to reach back behind her so Charlotte could pull on her hand to pull her to the ground because she just missed. But then when we come back from break, Charlotte's leg is broken off or something. So did she <laughs> now, okay. break it? Yeah, you, you Moonsaulting like a here. buffoon? What is what was this a real injury? What's going on here? Well, okay. First of all, when, Charlotte, when we go to break, remember, she didn't hit it at all. She looks at the screen like she she's looking around like she wants a, a do-over. And they're like, we're live, pal. <laughs> that was weird. Take a mulligan on this. Seriously. One. Let me try it's, again. Let me it's try an again. awkward commercial break. And then when we come back, yes, Larry, this is very real. Okay, Charlotte's strange. Charlotte's leg is all effed up. I don't even know if that was the spot that she heard it. It doesn't matter where she heard it. Guess what? She cannot do a figure four all of a sudden. She like 
isn't moving her legs right. And then she's trying to do it. And Bailey runs out and Oscar wins with a roll up. Yeah. And it's worse because she's very long. She's long. You see, she's very long. So, yeah, I don't know if she has a broken leg or whatever, but she's going to get something seemed to miss. Yeah. Well, she's getting an x-rayed. I guess she did. I guess yesterday. I don't know what. The oh, for real? Were. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't know if it was a real or a fake, but it no, no, it's very real. No, real. no, it's real. Um, backstage, you see, they fake sometimes, and they they do fake legs. sometimes. Like with Kevin Owens' hand, it's not broken. So there's that. Also, um, I didn't put Charlotte in the news because I don't know the real status yet. Actually, I can see. Hold on, I might have gotten. I did a message hear about she's it. very long, Joe. They found Let me see if I get a long message long. about it. Nothing. I have nothing about it. I just have these eight emails and no text. My sources say she's long. Your sources are correct. Very long. <laughs> so backstage, Nick Aldis gives Punk a contract to read, and Cody comes in, and he says to Punk, "It sounds like to finish your story, you'd need to win the Royal Rumble." Herc, Herc, CIF do too. You see, why has everyone got a story now? Oh, there's four people, and I hate it. I don't like it at all. Backstage, are we going to have a four-way match for the story on a pole and a flag story on a pole a match? Ladder? Yes, that's good. Backstage, Randy Orton and LA Knight exist together. They're seeing if they can get along. Punk walks in and goes, good luck, boys. You see, he exists wow. in everyone's universe we have to show. Wow. Bloodline comes out without Roman Reigns, of course. Oh, look, Roman Reigns returns to SmackDown next week. Also, it's going to be the tournament, an NXT superstar versus Grayson Waller. And How have we gone this far without deciding who this oh is? Oh, my God. So they decided it yesterday, and the answer is... Carmelo is going to be the star. So really, she just had a baby. No, Carmelo. Carmelo. Oh, the O. And not Carmelo, my uncle, and not Carmelo, <laughs> my grandfather, <laughs> and not Carmelo, not Carmelo that would call the store all the time. Do you know what he would say? What would he say? It's Joe Dale. <laughs> yeah, it's Joe. How you doing, my friend? Doing, doing good. No, it's Mellow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You, you got that, you got that SmackDown versus Raw 2008. Uh, yes, we do. It just came out today. I have it. You got it for the Xbox. Uh, yeah, we do. How much? Uh, fifty nine ninety nine. You got it used. Uh, no, it just came out today. Can you check? See, got it used. Make sure. Uh, yeah, hold on. Let me check if we got it traded in the day it came out. Hold on. Nope. Just have it new. Uh, you do? Yeah, we have it new. It just came out today. Okay, thank you. Wait. What's up, Noah? Can you hold it for me? Spoiler, he never comes in to pick up the game. First off, I've never known a Carmelo or a Carmella in my life. Yeah. And you know, you've known like 43? At least three of them. Yeah. Related to at least two of them. <laughs> and secondly, as an insider, I need to know because I've never worked this. Okay. How many times have you, what percentage of times you said, I'll check and see, did you actually go check and see? Almost never because I know my inventory. <laughs> I know. I love, I would never ask anybody because I know they're not going to. Because A, 
they know, or B, they don't care. Right. It's going to be one right. or two. Yes. They're not going to go check. Correct. <laughs> now, you're right. But also, <laughs> I, I swear to you this, that he would every year ask me to hold stuff I always would, and then he wouldn't pick it up. And then one year, Larry, if you can believe this, he said, can you hold it? Of course I said I would when I was lying. And he just, he showed up later in the day and there were no copies left. No. Yes. I had to blame it on an employee that didn't exist. Oh, what what did you do? What was your uh, fake employee name you used? I don't remember, but I know I was like, oh yeah, the other guy earlier today must have sold it. (laughs) I always, we have to sign out our lifts. Yeah. uh, Forklifts. I always put my name on the second space. And I always write D Bowie for David wow. Bowie in the first one. So if anything ever happens with that lift, I'll be like, well, I, you know, I had it later in the day. I don't know. It looks like David Bowie had it. <laughs> I've done wow. that for 20 years. I've wrote David Bowie. On Does that. anyone There's see that and laugh at it? No. In, in, in maintenance or whatever. There's like, who is this D Bowie? That's wow. Awesome. Well, that's amazing. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. So. <laughs> We got to talk about more wrestling. What do we do? Oh, wait. No, we don't. Are you done with? No, you're not done. No, we're at the main event. So um, what I was going to say was it's Carmelo against Waller. And if Carmelo doesn't win that, I don't understand anything anymore. And Owens against Theory. But no, who cares? Um, Main event, Solo and Jim against LA Knight and Orton. Guess what? It's a match. Knight tries to win with the BFT and Orton steals the win with an RKO. That's it. There's nothing else to it. Okay. Good. Because I don't care about that. I looked up the lyrics to the official... A song of a SmackDown for yeah. tribute to the troops. I just want to read these to you, Joe, because oh my honestly, god, please, suck this. Okay, so <laughs> the song's called Red, right? Okay, we're gonna find out that that's because of, I guess, America. Even though isn't the Soviet Union red, but whatever. He means it, he's. It's a it's secret Republican code word, I guess. Ooh. Really, Joe? Who would who would think that? Who I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, so the lyrics are red. Okay. I'm talking about the sun coming up and the sun going down. Okay. So, okay. I, here's the thing. Try to figure out what he's talking about in the song. Okay. So I think he's talking about a day because, but whatever. On a John Deere turning up a hard work check. First off, I don't know what any of those words combined together mean. I guess he's a, a farmer George. or he's mowing his lawn and getting paid for it. Making that blue collar country boy's neck. And then we go back to red. You see what he did there? Oh, it's redneck and he's red. I guess. I get it. I'm talking about the color of them jerseys on a Friday night. Uh-huh. At the end of another long, hot, dry summer uh-huh. between the dust and the rust uh-huh. and the trucks. Are half covered in red, mm-hmm. like a bloodhound tracking, <laughs> tracking some. And I was terrified about what was coming next. Yeah, I don't like that. But white tail buck down. So okay, but don't worry. There's it's not a long song. Believe me, he just it, it's two paragraphs and he repeats it. I ain't. Here's your part. I ain't talking politics. Yeah, I'm sure you're not. I'm pretty sure he is. I'm talking small town. By the way. Mm-hmm. His town. Oh, wait, he says that larger five times. No, this is a different small town. I know That's that he can write. He can, he can only write songs about. Small oh, town. okay. And if you're from one, my small town, again, five <laughs> times smaller than his. Small yes. Town. 
you know what I'm talking about. Obviously, I don't because I'm so confused. It's everywhere, I swear, from the courthouse bricks to a crushed Bud Heavy can fading in the ditch. Okay. First off, I thought we didn't like Bud because they- Well, they that was like, they made the song a while ago, so- oh, okay. Like the song. Book of John. Oh. How is the Book of John read? Uh, R-E-A-D? He's, he that's can't it. that deep, is he? No. Like a barn door, or does he think red and red are spelled the same? Yes. And heart your hands over because you're thankful for- Oh, my God. Every shipped off soul that was born to fight for oh. a wind-torn flag that's blue and white. Guess where we're going, Joe? Oh. And red. Oh. And red. First off, the guy's never served. There's nothing that makes me more angry. Country music, talking about people, by people it's never served, and it's all BS. But anyway, so we jump down. He just repeats that and everything. But here's the go-home line, because yeah. we all know his history, right? Mm -hmm. But he likes to scream the N-word at people. And, and, oh, he got filmed, and now he's changed. Luckily, he got filmed, so he oh changed. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, but it don't matter who you are. This is the go-home. I got your back. That's what you need because at the end of the day, we all bleed red. Oh, you see, Joe, he's changed now. Oh, right. I really believe that. Yeah, because somebody mm -hmm. explained that black people also have red blood. Wow. What a, I, what a guy. Joe, this is the person they picked to do the music. This is what started off. You could have picked anyone else in the world. Anyone who didn't have a uh, questionable you know, past or whatever. Nope. So next week, Kid Rock. The week after that, it's going to be, I don't know, Mussolini. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's so sad. that's like, WWE is so gross, and I thought it was going to go away when Vince stopped. Wow. Was like, Were we fooling ourselves? Yes. So how do you get this gross stuff out of WWE? Vince isn't there, and I have a stable of black guys that are wandering around pointless. I have a stable of, oh, let's... Well, Vince only used to let one Asian woman be around. Now we got right. a couple. Let's stick them all together. When you say a couple, but it's it's three, so that's even yeah, more. I mean, a couple, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. But what do we do? When does because if it isn't when Vince dies, when do we get over all this stupid stuff? When never because WWE is WWE. But we're not appealing to rednecks anymore. It, it, well, tribute to the troops show tells you different. I think so. And that's what really made me bad about this. Yep. It's, it's they gross. Just, they, they, they can't understand that everyone watches wrestling nowadays. It's not that whole go, go, go. You can only advertise trucks on wrestling. I know. Shall we read an email to like cleanse no. us of that show? Go ahead. Okay. Hey, Joe and Larry. This is from it's Luke. Me. I couldn't help but chuckle when I heard Luke in the good Korea while tuning in. It's been ages since <laughs> I used that handle. Now that I'm back in the States, I guess it's just plain old Luke for me. Anyway, I'm glad he, I'm always here to support you guys. This is the guy that saved the show last yeah, week. If you remember going down, thank you going down memory lane with retro on $10 time machine. is such a wild ride and totally worth the 10 bucks a month, especially when you can follow along with those old raw nitros on Peacock. I just finished watching in your house three. And let me tell you, it was one of those things you can't take your eyes off of. In oh, I remember three. it's crazy to think, 
that I've been a loyal listener for almost 20 years. I don't think I've missed many episodes, if any at all. I'm usually out of sync with you guys when it comes to writing in because I watch my wrestling later in bits and pieces through the week. Sometimes I don't even get around to watching Raw, to be honest. Good. Oh my Good. God, that sounds wonderful. You're so lucky. I know. But hey, I wanted to drop you a line and say that I'm <laughs> Good let you know. I'm heading to the Royal Rumble this year, so if you guys want some insider notes from being there, I'm more to, more than happy to call her right in. Thanks for everything you guys do, Luke. Thank you for saving us, first of all, Luke. Thank you for the email. Second. Third, yeah, email us about the Rumble if you go. I want to hear some secret stuff from the Rumble. So, do it. He'll be close Sorry. enough to see him slap their leg. I think so. He will. Okay, Larry, guess what? What? We have uh, a game for you. Oh, but this has been a bad show already. Do we need to make? Okay, I'm getting a beer. You, you I have my headphones on. Breathe. Okay. This is from Andrew, aka. Several months oh. ago, I wrote into the show with a game for Larry called Meet the Elite. Sadly, Larry failed to answer a single question correctly. Therefore, I'm back with round two old <laughs> friends, new lovers. And the disabled. Oh, Michael Scott. Will Larry redeem himself and find a way to win? Or will history repeat himself? Let's find out as he plays. Or herself. Meet the Elite 2. Crawl in. Okay, you ready? No, I'm not ready. We have nine questions, Larry. You've got to get at least three of them right. A third, and I might give you a passing grade. Okay. Okay. Question number one, starting with AEW at its inception, this man would go on to spend several years with the company before departing and had highlights like tagging with Fuego Del Sol, losing a squash match on Dynamite to Mr. Brody Lee, and beating a member of the factory on pay-per-view. What's his name? Cool. What was the very first sentence you read of this question? Starting with AEW at its inception, this man would go on to spend several years with the company. QT Marshall. Good guess, but he beat a member of the factory and QT was in the factory. So no. No, he would job to his own guys, of course. The answer is Cody, Larry. Oh. That's not. No. You've botched the first one. Yeah, but that was a trick question. Cody. Okay, the answer is Cody. Who won the war to end racism by defeating Anthony Agogo at Double or Nothing 2021? But since racism still exists, did Cody really win? Can, Question, do you think Cody's daughter backstage ever asked why all the black people have to stand together? I think she does. And they're I like, would if we, I was her. They're like Liberty Bell or whatever your name is. We can't talk <laughs> about it right now. She's like a superhero. Freedom Ringer. We can't talk about it today. No, question two, speaking of Double or Nothing 2021, what 205 Live alumni debuted at the show's Casino Battle Royal and he got an blank is all elite graphic, then went on to have f- only four matches with the company before leaving? Okay, that could be a lot of people is all elite. Is it a male or a female? Give me that. It's a male. Because he said 205 Live alumni, Larry. Four matches. Sometimes I think you don't even listen to the question. No, no, I'm thinking. Um, who was small? 
That's a good way to actually look at this. Yeah, I, I'm I'm thinking who is who is small, mm-hmm. but bigger than a bread box. Okay, I'm gonna go with a luchador. Simply Red. Simply Red is a band, so that's not right. But the answer is Leo Rush. Oh, man of the hour. Leo Rush, who may or may not be retired right now, depending on which way the wind is blowing. That's right. I I think it just became Roosh, right? Maybe Leo Roosh. Uh, that's you. Okay, so you're you've missed two okay, out of I'm nine. I'm warming so up. Far. I'm warming up. I'm getting okay. the idea. The first one was a trick question. I did mess up the second one. I think I the first thought. one, if you remember, I was your thinking more was pretty easy. But, but okay. All right. Question three: Appearing on main event earlier this year. What? What main event? Yeah, she was on main event and WWE okay. main event earlier this year. What woman was a highly touted signing for AEW and oh. then only had one match before requesting her release? Hogan. Hulk Hogan? No, Kira Hogan. Good guess, but she requested a release from release from Impact and went to AEW. Uh. He's looking for Smiley Kylie Ray. Oh, I'm never getting that. She has flaked out on AW, yeah. NWA, and Impact. Wonder if it's not who was her boyfriend? Her. Smiley Kylie didn't have a boyfriend. She was the one I that was had... like, "There's needs to be more church back here or something." Yeah, yeah. She... I thought she had a crazy boyfriend too. Maybe I'm thinking someone else. I'm who not sure. Hitler boyfriend. Oh, that's um um Hitler boyfriend is uh Gigi Dolan. And you're and you're thinking of Hitler boyfriend's ex-girlfriend which was Kimberly. Yes, okay. See, yeah. thank you for bringing that all around. Yep. I know what you're thinking of. I know what you mean. Okay, none right out of and 3. And Kimberly went crazy too, right? So far. She went crazy but she was, you know, I think she was she was pushed into it. Yeah, I think everyone's horrible, um, except her maybe. Uh, but okay, question four: One half of the Super Bad Squad, this former tag partner of Kip Sabian, would be gone from AEW before the end of 2020, but not before winning a pay preview match. Is that pay per view or pay preview? Sponsored by a barrel that one may put a cracker in. No, the only good cracker is one in a barrel. Yeah. Uh, is it one of the Motor City Machine Guns? Not Chris Sabin, Kip Sabian. Well, yeah, but... No, it's not one of the Motor City Machine Guns. It's not Angelico. No. Who was the other guy that used to... Is it the other guy who hung around Angelico? No. Oh. Larry's not going to get this one. I'm just going to tell who you. Who is it? Okay. Jimmy Havoc, who should probably oh, no, be in no, no. prison right now. Okay. No. You got to catch up, Larry. You got zero points. Okay. Question five. Though now part of NXT, what oh. woman was actually, okay. What woman actually was all elite and even wrestled Britt Baker at Full Gear 2019 before the pandemic sent her packing? Wait, okay. This is somebody who's, in NXT, but wrestled a pay-per-view match? Yeah. I remember this. Mm. Uh, it's not that... 
It's not that Rizzo. It's not Ratso Rizzo. No. Yeah. Uh, Give me a hint, because I I know I think I can get this one. I don't know how to give you a hint. Can you give me the first letter of her first name? The first letter of her first name is a B. I'm not going to get it. The answer is B Priestley. Oh, okay. As in Will Ospreay. I'm I'm good. Okay. Good. good, I thought I had it and I didn't. Who who would go on to join the Empire in New Japan only to be kicked out by her own boyfriend. Her own boyfriend. Her own boyfriend. Um, She didn't just get kicked out. Her own boyfriend husband RKO'd her or whatever. (laughs) So, yeah. Okay, number six. You got to get at least one right, Larry. Making her, there's no way Larry knows this one. Oh, no, because that might mean I do. Okay. No, I promise. Making her AEW debut in the fall of 2019, what Portuguese woman was reported to have signed a three-year contract with the company before being released less than two years after making just 14 appearances in AEW? Ah, woman of war. You don't Uh, know. Okay, I'm just going to tell you because we're out of time here. It's Shanna, who seems to have been another casualty of the pandemic as all her matches occurred in a five-month window, which concluded in March of 2021. Okay, that was way too hard. How do I not even remember Shanna? Yeah. I don't remember Shanna. Yeah. Okay, go on. Okay, number seven. Debuting for AEW. You can get this one. Okay. Oh, no, he can't. He can't. This isn't the right information. Debuting for AEW in late 2022, Grandin Goatsman, the Goatsman, left the company what? in early 2023 without having a single match. Under what name what? did he um, perform? Grandin Goatsman? I even Never called him the goat. I even called him the Goatsman on the show. Oh, yes. okay. No, no, okay, that's but... his real name. I'm saying his name's Goatsman, but I called him the Goatsman on the show. Oh, okay. But what was the rest of the hint? just the year he left like he never had a single match he was just there and what am i supposed to guess his name his his wrestling name the aw name grandin goatsman uh-huh is that the guy that like was a football guy maybe hmm <laughs> I think he was. He was like, yeah, it was. He, he was. He, uh, he had a wrestling name. Yes. I'll tell you this. Here's a clue. A horrible wrestling name. Grandin Goatsman. I just remember he was like a sportsy guy. His name was Trench and he had tattoos. Oh, on his yes. Face. He, had the, he had the tattoos all over his face. Yes. Yes, I remember it. He was a sport. Yes. Trench, a member of the failed mogul affiliate stable. By the way, he is completely re- unrecognizable when compared to before Before he went all Lil Wayne. Yes. Number eight. Wow. What's he doing now? I don't know. Larry, you have two more Besides chances time. to get one right. Okay. I knew the guy. I saw him in my head. I... Okay. This one you can get. Okay. Because the last one, you can't. <laughs> oh. Okay. I want the last one now. All right. Spending three years with AEW. What former Lucha Underground wrestler was one half of a jobber tag team during his time in AEW? 
You can do this. One half of a ta- one half of a tag. All I get is he was a jobber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's not Ricochet. Okay. Ricochet was never in AEW. Ricochet was in no, no, I know, but I'm saying I'm trying to think of people who were in Lucha Underground, but also AEW. Yeah, so it can't be Ricochet. Who else was in Air Fox? You Doesn't almost count. said him before. Oh, come on. In this game. It's not Brian Cage. No. Because you're jobber. Not is it the guy that hung out with uh uh uh, uh what's his yes. name? Jack somebody? <gasps> yes. Jack somebody. Jack Kevin. So close. I'm going to give that to you. Jack Star? Jack... No, no, no. Go back. He was was flippy floppy, dressed in green, looked like he wore bicycle Say what you said before. Jack Evans. That's correct. Yes. Yes, because I I just remember because he... Yeah, okay. That's it. They were the bicycle twins. They look like... There you go. You win. You win the game, even though you only got one right, so... Yeah. Okay. Last question that you can't possibly get. While wrestling just five matches for AEW in 2020, this wrestler managed to be part of a stable, take part in a tag team tournament, and wrestle what? at that year's Bash at the Beach before disappearing. Who was it? Oh, I'm not getting that, but that's interesting. In a stable, yeah. wrestled in a tag team tournament, and what? And and at Bash at the Beach, too. I don't know, but now I want to hear who. She's part of the Brandy storyline. It was Mel. Remember Mel? She's no. Like in the, she was like in the crowd and she's like, oh, you can shave my yeah, head okay, just like yeah, Serena okay. Deeb or whatever. I don't remember how the story went. He says, once again, it's Mel. And I'm promising you now, if I ever make a part three, it's going to be the answer to one of the questions again. He did a Mel one last time, too. Okay. Well, well now, now I guarantee I'm getting one next time. Okay. You say that. I'm looking up forget. Mel right now. Okay. That's fine. Ah, well, thank you for that game. And that's good and stuff. <laughs> Did you look up Mel? Yeah, she's Melanie Cruz. Yeah. Oh, Shimmer. Okay. 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 Do you know we had two games to play this week? No. You don't? No, you I do. don't. How would I, how would I know that? How would I know? You wouldn't. So. Um, do you want to, well, no, let's, let's do a rampage. Cause that's gotta be rapid, right? Rampage was like watching a terrible indie show for me, except rampage for the one match made me want to realist re-enlist in the military and then go to <laughs> war with Canada. I'm sorry. <laughs> so yeah, that's collision. So we won't read that yet. No. Rapid rampage. Louis Bell, Center, Montreal, Quebec, Canada, whatever. Keep listing them off there. Ricky Ibani, Tony Schiavone, and Matt Menard. Think about what you just Matt said. Menard. Ian Riccoboni and Matt Menard are the commentators. What are we watching? I'm not sure because I, I felt it and I thought it and I, I'm sure it was in my notes. But I'm pretty sure last week when Matt Menard 
was on commentary, I said something like, well, that's a failed experiment. All show. He's terrible, but the fact that Ricky Ibani is one of the worst commentators Ricky ever Ibani. to sit behind a mic yes, kind of almost covers up for how bad Matt Menard is. At least Matt Menard's doing a bad character that he's he's saddled with. Yeah. Ricky Ibani's international title, Orange Cassidy versus Angelico. Uh, speaking of Angelico, uh, Cassidy has the most wins in AEW or something. Dan Housen has a little girl he's kidnapped or something. What is uh, that? Is that his kid? Is that some random person? They never explain that. It's child Housen. I don't know what uh -huh. it is. Only for a second, which... I... Also, I'm supposed to have all the backstory from RRH for tonight's show. This is awful. Something about Angelico... And I, why would I know this? He did something to Orange Cassidy, but he's also got a big match coming up. I don't know what's going on. Yep. Daddy Magic's an idiot. Daddy Magic is like the new QT because he's Canadian QT. He gets whatever he wants when they're in Canada. He's like, I'm, I'm, I have Canada tragic disease. I'm Make-A-Wish Canada the way, style. By the way, before Make-A-Wish Canada, did you know that in three days there's a Ring of Honor pay-per-view? And no, TK no wants does. your money for that. No, thanks. no one does. In fact, some of the people no. actually performing don't even like they'll wake up in two days and be like, oh, my God, that's that pay-per-view yep. thing. I'm supposed mm -hmm. to be Cassidy's knees hurt or something. We're talking now. And Helico suddenly is a submission expert. I don't know. We're told no one has ever escaped from the thing that he locks on for a second. It's a transition thing. Uh, Dan Housen curses in Helico or something. A bump. Why did why did Cassidy bump into Dan Housen in this match? I don't know. There's no reason for this. I don't know what we're doing. It was I okay, whatever. Orange Cassidy's gonna win a punch. This is the line that matters in my review. First time I've ever first time ever bored with an Orange Cassidy yep. match. And it That's was not, not it's not Orange Cassidy's fault. It's the whole presentation. You got Dan Housen there and it didn't matter. You got Dan Baby there and it didn't matter. You have Bad oh, you commentating. Had Serpentino, who has some story now that I don't know. Did you call Serpentico Serpentino? Yeah, it's amazing. You have to wait in line for it. Just I guess so. No, it was all. Oh, this is important because this it's and it's not important because it's ROH and you can't ever make me think that's important. Yes. Trish Adora. Oh my God! Abaddon. Trish Adora screams for for Ooh. eight minutes or however long this matches. Yep. Why was it so much yelling in this match? I don't know. Guess what? This... There's an unknown story here. Make up your own story, folks, because you never, you don't know what it is. Yep. They put fog in the arena. I can barely see the match. Yep. Um, this match might be five minutes. I don't know what it was. Somehow in five minutes, they tell me that Trish has done everything. She's She's been in the army. She's a professional yep. soccer player. She can juggle cats. It's, I don't, what? Yep. Mm-hmm. And then we're told Abaddon has yellow eyes. Tony's like, Ab Abaddon has I swear to God, she does. I'm like, what? I don't know. Like we did. He's like, you can't see him, but oh, it was terrible. Black Dahlia. Abaddon wins. I don't even know why Abaddon is here out of nowhere. I don't know why Julia Hart wants to give her a match. I told Julia you why. Hart she probably wants to beat her for the title and you know, beat her to retain the title and then keep her as a pet. That's what I think. Fine, but right now, I have no... Julia Hart appears from nowhere. She shows her the belt. Then she disappears. And Abaddon is like, well, you yeah. gave a cat a treat. And you took it away. And she's how, many, how many weeks before she's leading Abaddon around in a chain around her neck? I'm good with that. See, that's a gimmick. That I'm just letting at. you know. It's like, it's inevitable. So. I hope. Uh, a video on Mercy, Mer 
Mercedes Martinez and Willow Nightingale. Oh my God. You can't make anyone want this or care. Oh my God. This is such old ring of honor nonsense. Like, I yeah, don't... they're talking about things you don't know. And, and they're talking about opposite things. Mercedes is saying, wow, Willow, when I knew you, you were all happy and dancy, but now you're all serious and everything. And then we go to Willow talking about how she's happy and right. dancing. It's terrible. Don Callis family. Hey, there's something else that has just gotten lost. Oh in the my wind. God. How far have they fallen? Takeshita and Hobbs versus Matt Seidel and Christopher Daniels. That's, That's their big cannot be match. a real match. Oh my God. Don goes on commentary and says, Hey, listen, we still exist. I swear to God, it's really a thing. This Please is sadness. It. It's a long match for no reason because it, it's <laughs> a bad match to begin with. But why would Takeshita and Hobbs need more than three minutes to take care of these guys? It's so dumb. Dangerous slam, fall, whatever, heels yep. win. That's it. Renee. And this is the only thing I can I can think about in AEW because it's so bad. The weekend show, Renee keeps wearing this pattern on her shirts mm-hmm. and her dress. It's a different outfit, but it's got a pattern that looks like um, what is it? It's a mix between the little thing on Space Invaders that you shoot from, and mm. your ship in Galaga, but like turned diagonally and repeated. Oh, watch her! She's worn this outfit three or four different times, <laughs> but it's a it's like she got a big bolt of fabric from Joanne right, Fabrics right, right, right. and made six outfits right. out of the same thing. So it's a little bit different, yes. And it doesn't read well on camera, so I can't help but stare at it. Wow. I can't. I keep expecting it. Like if you if you shoot it and it comes down, you get two of them and they shoot twice as fast. Galaga was a really good game, wasn't it? Galaga 88 or Galaga 90, depending on what you played it on, was even better, Larry. You could do three ships. And then the, when they got the third one, it would turn into one mega ship and it was incredible. Galaga was one of those games that looking back, you're like, what was the big deal? But it really played. Do you know how Nintendo games play differently? Yeah. Like they feel good. Yes. Galaga was the first arcade game that felt like, oh my God, it just feels so good. I don't Larry, know why. I only still own two arcade games and one of them's Galaga. It just feels like the classic arcade. Yeah. I know there's other classic ones, but it feels like an arcade game. If you get killed in Galaga, you deserved it. You never feel as cheap. Uh, Renee, oh, I pattern in the dress. She has less importantly, much less important than the pattern on her dress is action Andrade, Andrade and top flight. And they talk and it's so bland. I, I think I zoned out. I They're don't like, even know. We're what wrestlers said. and we will win. Yeah. Didn't they oh, have some no. match with, with Penna and guys, friends? I don't know. I, I, can't, is that on they're dynamite? So bland, I can't even focus on them. My yeah. eyes just get not good. Continental Classic Blue League. Oh, sick. Okay, so this is at least something. Daniel Bryanson versus Daniel Garcia. Is it something? Well, let me tell you. It should be because now Daniel Garcia is coming out in some trunks, which means he's serious wrestler guy. But I saw him say that he didn't want to be the loser guy and. Mm-hmm. But then I've seen him dance. This story doesn't exist in a world that it should. What are we supposed to well, take see, away after this? This will end in a tie. That way, technically, Garcia is still in it. And then he's not the job guy, like he said. Nope. We're ta- we talk about some challenge that went on an ROH show. Yep. I don't know what that's mm-hmm. about. 
I don't know either. Uh, uh, Daddy Magic has to talk about how Daniel Garcia and that whole Brian Danielson was his idol. There's a Danielson and a Daniel so in this so match. So it's Daniel Danielson and then Daddy Magic. And every time Daddy Magic says Danny, it sounds like he's saying Daddy. This is really confusing. So I guess he's wearing trunks and he's serious. He's in wrestling, the best wrestler in the world. But then he does do a dance. But the da- oh, the dance is going to cost him the match. But technically, it didn't. It didn't. But then it gets stomped in the head, and LaBelle Lock and Brian Danielson wins. And then Brian Danielson spits on him. I don't. I don't know either. But let me tell you how we're getting we're getting real stupid now. This was taped on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. They had to pretend about the points because Brian had already at on t- the night before on Tuesday night, they taped Saturday night's collision. So that's <laughs> going to air after this. But this was after that. So it's reversed. So something's going to happen. Forget it. Just never mind. I, I will give the points after collision because it doesn't matter right now. Okay. I have emails. I, but I just, what? I don't know. I don't know how they're not doing it. Some of it's great. Swerve stuff and Moxley is yeah. great. The Eddie stuff, I think will come out in the wash. Dan O'Brien stuff I'm interested in, but you're talking about, you had stories with Garcia and that story's totally screwed. Why hillbilly, uh, briscoe's here i don't know jay lethal that was the guy that's just standing in the ring and losing yes i don't i know eh, it is what it is let me read some emails here stocky gentleman writes in and says joe larry not sure if either of you would know but why was the montreal crowd chanting wee wee during the brian daniel garcia i guess i ruined the joke because i said it like that i should say wee wee during the brian garcia match did they have to pee see the joke Okay, you realize I until right this second I didn't get it. Oh, Larry, Cheeto, Chester, Cheeto, oh. Cheeto, Cheeta. He says really Garcia did. is an amazing. Until, until he said that, I heard them chanting that and never once thought about the yes. Oh, oh my, god. my god, I'm stupid. Garcia is an amazing wrestler who desperately needs better booking. Love the show, Stock Gentlemen. Know. You are correct. Why do they constantly, they're like, we have this idea with Daniel Garcia and they start yep. it and then it goes nowhere. They start it again. Uh, he has done this idea of rest. He's such a great wrestler at least three times being serious at least yeah. three times. They've started the story. It's went nowhere. I know. Um, Phil, but not that Phil writes in and says, um, do you think the following would work for Tony Nese who hasn't quite found his thing? Oh, did I mention that Tony? Oh, that's right. He was backstage and there was a story about it. And we have no idea what that means. Okay. So he says, what about renaming him Tony? Yes. What about renaming him Tony niche and sending him to ring of honor each week? Tony would act a different way. For example, one week, he'd be Tony Knees, and he'd be obsessed with showing his knees. The next week, he'd be Tony Sleaze, and he'd be classless. The next week, he'd be Tony Appease, willing to do anything to keep the fans on his side. <laughs> and my personal favorite... Wait, you mean like CM Punk? Yes. Tony Bee Gees. Oh, I'd love it. Oh, Tony Bee Gees. Larry, what, Tony niche, Abba would be my favorite. what niche would you like Tony to try? 
Tony Trees, and he just comes out there dressed as a tree. And That's pretty there. good, but mine would be Tony Fleas, and he's so itchy <sighs> during the match. He can't even concentrate, and he actually sits down and scratches his ear with his foot like a dog. <laughs> wait, wait, what about Tony Grease, and he's covered in grease, and everybody's grabbing him, and he's just popping out? Oh, like a pig. Yeah. Yeah. I could do that. All right, there you go. That's how we have to book Ring of Honor because it's so nothing. We have to make up stuff with, with Phil, not that Phil. So thank you, you know, for the email. If, if, if Ring of Honor just went totally insane, I yes. might watch it. I know. Larry, collision. Let's go. And this was taped. Oh, remember, uh, this was taped before Rampage, <laughs> before Dynamite, and has a thing in it what happens to Brian Danielson where this had happened first and then he had to pretend just... on Friday that it didn't happen. Uh, oh, collision from the Bell Center. God. Montreal, Canada, whatever, all those names. Nigel McGuinness, Tony Giovanni, and Kevin Kelly. The oh, I will say one good thing about Nigel McGuinness. Yeah. He makes Kevin Kelly look good. Yeah. If, because if it was Tony and Kevin, I would complain about Kevin. But Kevin is so... Much better than Nigel, who is a negative seven on commentary. Uh, they opening talk and they, uh, Etha explains why seeing match. Oh, Ethan Page tries to explain why this match even exists. Right. Which is hard, is a hard sell. Andrade says that he's a bell, a bear, not a bell. Uh, Oh, and Claudio says his least favorite thing about professional wrestling is amateurs. Right. And then Eddie talks, and I'm like, oh, Eddie, you're kind of overselling this thing. He really is. He needs a little bit of coaching. He does. Uh, Continental Classic Blue League, Eddie Kingston versus Claudio. Match, match, match. <sighs> Nigel is just... He's bad when you understand what he's talking about. And then other times you're like, I don't even know what your point is, Claudia yep. or Nigel. I don't even know. Mm -hmm. uh, Miss Backfist, Claudio gets an uppercut. But no, we get uh, Eddie reverses. I think it was a sunset flip. And Kingston gets a pin by, you see, wrestling. That's Kingston used a wrestling thing. thing okay, but that's good because reverse. Eddie it was out if he didn't win this. So we're at least tie. So there you go. Good. He did the thing that Claudio said he couldn't do. Right. Moxley video. He says stuff. Um, he says people's names, which is big in wrestling. Wow. wow. You want to say people's mm -hmm. names. Popular. He's not scared, scared of Swerve. And he tells Swerve to pack a lunch. <gasps> what is, what are we He listened to Willie Max promo. I don't know. Everybody. I, I think these wrestlers need catering. AEW must not have good catering. Maybe catering. not. Well, they—he's a bazillionaire, right? They own. Speaking all the of bazillionaire with no catering, oh my god! Let me tell you a mini <laughs> store, mini story, which I might have told before, but I don't know. If, no, I don't care. I'd rather hear this. In Hot air balloon wrestling, Larry. When I went to that, if you remember. Uh, oh my god! Yes, you which know that should be okay. I'm not telling you what to do with your life, but you could quit this podcast and do some kind of weird documentary about that whole thing. Because Larry, I realized the other day that I could do a book. A novelization, a podcast, a movie, and a TV a one show. One man performance. A, a one man performance dance. in a in an artisanal gift basket all my life because I did so like when seriously, Larry, I did so many weird things when I was a kid. Um, I built a wrestling ring in my driveway and went to high school with the Rock. 
Um, and my rock's dad was fishing in my backyard. Um, I was the number one DD DDR player, DDR universe player in the world. Um, I owned a video game store. I moved to Los Angeles and, um, am doing the longest running weekly episodic pro wrestling podcast in history. This is just a sampling of the things and weird things in my life. Um, but, but okay. You know, that series glow really people like that. If you did some kind of weird thing about this whole hot air balloon wrestling weird, yeah, I know it was the, how many days was, how long was it? We were it there for so three. Weird. We were there at the Charlie Chaplin studio, which is the Jim Henson studio um, in Hollywood. It was, for three days, it was a, I believe, three strange days. I don't remember if it was Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I can't remember anymore. I think it was Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, because I think Friday night we left and went to a Foo Fighters concert after it was over. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. No, that's real. That's real. So no, I believe you, but I'm just saying that's a good cap to a weird week. But Larry, when we were there, this place, and that's the same place that, um, I met Lance Storm and reunited with Pooh Pal Christopher Daniels. That's the same place I um, went to Subway and I'm like, oh, look, it's Tommy Dreamer who's also in this shoot, but just like going to Subway to get a sandwich. And and uh, that was before the whole Jared controversy thing, so I could still eat there. But anyway, this place, that was the same place, by the way, I had, uh, I was in the crowd with, um, John Landis's kid. Oh my God. What's his name? Max. And he was a, he was a piece of work. I could write a whole thing on him. I'll say that. I'm just saying that was the weirdest three days. Is that it the was chandelier too? It was the, when Kenny Omega broke the chandelier, <laughs> he broke Charlie Chaplin studio <clears throat> chandelier. That's been there for like a hundred years by <laughs> anyway, There's, where is you, all this footage? The whole, where is it? It exists. That's the thing. And I'm exists. on a lot of it, but it's like that Jerry Lewis Holocaust movie. They exist and no one gets to see it, it exists, but no, you're not allowed to see it. But the whole point of this was talk about no catering this place. This is Jeff Katz, the millionaire that produced snakes on a plane and wrote, um, booster gold comics. Like this is a guy that has money. He's a producer. He brings all these wrestlers together. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm there to pitch in. I'm there to help do whatever, you know, whatever I can, but I'm surrounded by Hollywood extras that are getting paid like 50 bucks a day. Larry, this rate was unacceptable, but what's more unacceptable is that if you went backstage with the wrestlers, which I did not do, I only talked to them on the actual show floor, um, on the set backstage, they got all kind of craft services and, and food. He has hundreds of extras he has hired and Jeff doesn't buy food for any of them. And there's, we are starving all day. So in the middle of the day, when everyone's grumpy and starving, he's like, um, apparently craft services, he says is only for the wrestlers. So we're going to order Domino's. Is that okay with everybody? And we're like, yeah. And I'm saying screaming, you need to just, just cheese. Don't order pepperoni yes. pizzas. Don't 
everybody went. So that was, that was, that got solved. Okay. There's both kinds of pizzas, whatever. But Larry, mm-hmm. there was only enough for everyone to get one slice. Which is worse than not getting anything. Am I right? I was so mad. I was Would furious. you rather get one slice or nothing? I would rather get nothing. I'd rather just get nothing and eat after the show. Yes. But this was because an eight hour one sh- slice, freaking are, oh. show. This was an eight hour taping per day. If you have people who are angry about not being fed, what is worse? Continuing not to feed them or giving them one slice of Domino's yeah. pizza? You know what's going to happen. That's just just makes it worse it's like putting meat in front of an angry bear which i hear is bad yes it is but anyway yes my god should i just i should just tell all my stories and be (laughs) somehow figure out you're right make a sort of like how they do true crime podcasts but this would be the like a real life podcast on i look at my life and i go oh yeah i had a pretty ordinary and then i look and i go no i really didn't it's very weird well outside of kenny you could almost get all those wrestlers to play themselves in a in a recreation like a well let's see who i'd have to get i'd have to get you get um, poop pal you get him i had we had luther we had luther who i never had met before and he was just just a crazy lunatic we had um kenny dykstra we had um, MVP. We had, yes, Kenny Omega. We had Colt Cabana. We had Muhammad Hassan. Oh, what is he doing now? I don't know. But you know what? Not wrestling. I'll tell you what. Um, wow. What a, and we were supposed to have Finn Balor, and we didn't. We didn't get him. Anyway. The stories I could tell you about that place again that you haven't heard. I also got to meet, what's his name? Like Clark Duke. And I really didn't know who Clark Duke was back then. I remembered Hot Tub Time Machine. That was it. Did that even exist yet? I think it did. I'm just saying that whole hot, hot air balloon wrestling thing is going to be lost to history. Well, the footage is out there, but what about all the backstage stuff? And what about all the... I wonder what happened to the floor, the the floor manager that was doing the slate. And I wonder what happened to him because he was like this aspiring comedian and writer guy. And then I also remember Max Landis bragging about how he had written not young Frankenstein. Oh my God. What was it called? He wasn't even born when young Frankenstein. No, I said not that it's a different Frankenstein, a different Frankenstein. Yeah. Let me see. It was called Victor Frankenstein. And he had just written that, and that didn't come out till two years later. And uh, let's see. Should we see how Max Landis's Victor Frankenstein did on Rotten Tomatoes? Did it actually come out? Yeah, it came out. Two years I after I, I met him and he talked about it, it came out. Um, let's see. Rotten Tomatoes. <coughs> Excuse me. Help me, Larry. Victor. Frank- Victor. I'm looking up. Frankenstein. Actually, the doctor was Victor Frankenstein. And this is, okay, I talked to this guy for over an hour. He mm. talked so much. and Cocaine will do that to you. Maybe. Allegedly, it'll do that to you. His Victor Frankenstein movie, 26%. Whoa. That is, the, that is the score. Let me tell you, Larry, that is the score I expected from the man I talked to at that show. 
And Joe, why why did he manage to get this movie made? Because his father is yes. is John Landis. So Nepo baby, Nepo baby, Nepo baby. Now, if Victor Frankenstein had been in high school and had gotten detention and yes. had to do detention with like the wolf man and the mummies. Oh, and maybe a skeleton. That would have been great. And you could have had the breakfast, the bre- the Halloween breakfast cereal club with uh, blueberry and, <laughs> and um, Count Chocula, Frankenberry. That would be awesome. Yeah. Let's why is no one doing that? We just gave it to somebody. It'll be something. Anyway. I don't even know where we are with the wrestling. This I can tell you, we're back. We're off the rails. Unfortunately, back in collision, and we oh, just I've got that. we we just got we were at the part where Wheeler Yuta was going to talk to Hook. We were. Yeah. What? You do. Oh uh, Eddie King. Ah, yes. Thank you for Joe for being Joe. Uh, Renee has Hook in the back. You mean knowing stuff and like yeah. being able to Pay like do things, things competently, doing the work, all that Thank stuff. Thank you. Uh, Yuda comes in to talk, and Yuda says, "Hey, Hook, you're gross, and I can beat you up anyway." And he says, "I can even beat you up under FTW rules." Okay. And Hook says, "I bet." I don't. What? Okay. Okay. He didn't say. I bet that's what I thought you would think he said. What did he say? I think he said, I bet. I think he said bet, meaning that means it's on or whatever. No cap. No cap. No cap. Mm. Oh, Willow Nightingale. Didn't we already do this? No. We did the video package of this. Oh, yeah. I was talking about why anyone would care. Well, here's the match. And guess what? You're not going to care. No. Uh, Diamante is at ringside. Honestly, if you are if you only watch AEW, you don't even remember that you've seen no. Martinez or Diamante. No, at any it's time. been so you long. Don't. Yep. The crowds the crowd has been hot for everything. They're actually dead for this. They do a weird overhead camera shot. Did they just figure that out or what? I guess so. It's just Why for this reason. Like I don't is know. That a test run? For like for I don't know, 47 seconds. We got an overhead shot. Yes, it was weird. Uh, Diamante distracts. Willow has a comeback. Uh, uh, Martinez just, just does takes control of the whole match. Weird suplexes. Uh, a, a flippy razor's edge right. to the face? Yep. Is, was that on purpose? It was like a dominator. I don't know. It's, but, so she does... Maybe four minutes of straight power moves, and somehow Willow slips in a pin. Yeah, I, I know. Mm. Then the heels attack her. Guess what? They don't just attack her with a ladder and a cheese grater and the handle from a, a gas pump. So, and then Statlander sa- saves her with a chain. So, gee, I guess what's gonna what's gonna happen? Wow, next? some kind of Ring of Honor hardcore tag team match, right? Well, wow. I assume. Look how that was booked out of nothing. Get that out of here. <laughs> Get it out of here, Joe says. Well, you have to do the rest of this review yourself because I have to take this dog out. Okay. Listen, everybody. Is Joe gone? Hey, Joe, um, what was that one wrestler's name? I'm back. Uh, I had what? so many stories to tell. <laughs> Thanks. We're not going to get to it today. Can we just do one show with me and you don't listen ever listen to it? Uh, would you ever let me just do a show all by myself and you promise never listen to it? No, because that sounds like you're doing something bad. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I'm not going to do it then. 
Uh, you want to hear why I almost got fired this week? Sure. Uh, so we got this construction work going on because they're building robots. Don't get into it. It's all fake. But they're building robots in my warehouse. So half of my area has this big plastic sheet going from ceiling to floor because they're tearing out all the stuff and it's making dust and everything. Yeah. So we were, I was over there with a couple of people from my area and this one, one lady's like, we're watching them because they have big, they have lights and then there's people in front of the lights. So there's a silhouette on that plastic sheet, right? This white plastic sheet. And they're like, uh, we're watching them work. And I said, I'm waiting for one of them to take their hard hat off and throw it and start stripping. And honestly, it was uh, somebody else's idea. This girl goes, oh, my God, if you just take your lift and park it towards the sheet no. and turn your floodlight on your lift, she goes, you could do that. And I'm like, I guess I could. <laughs> no. Yeah, you saw where I posted on my Facebook page that the rhythm is going to get me. Dot, 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 That's fire. what I thought. That was yeah. what it was. So I parked my forklift and I started like doing the silhouette thing like Madonna or something oh with my the chair God. and all this, throwing my clothes off and everything. Was hilarious. I killed me. But uh, you didn't Renee get fired, though. Okay. But you didn't get fired. Not yet. That's I, your dream, I thought. I've tried. You wouldn't believe the stuff I tried to get fired. Okay. There. They they can't fire me. I'm like indispensable now. Okay, good. Uh, Renee, until they figure out a robot that can do what I do, which, they can't. Hmm. Renee has Matt Angelo. Yes, Menard yeah. and Parker. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, wow. Oh, so they're going to talk daddy magic and, and yeah, they're going to talk, but Jack Hager comes in Jake? and he's like, stop talking about this. I've called the police on Dan Housen. He stole my hat. And he said, did he say I've got bad hat fever? Yeah. No, that he was saying he had the FBI after him, but he delivered this all wrong. This could have been really yes. funny. It could have been great, but is, he has bad hat fever, or he has bad hat fever. I, I don't know. Then magic is not funny. Why is no, he the I don't center get it. of I, the show? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I wrote, why is this all trip? This whole trip for Daddy Magic? He's again. Is he have a terminal disease? And he's you like brought him back to Canada to die. Happy? This was his, this is his home planet or whatever. So they're treating him like royalty here. As long as they leave him there and don't bring him back. But then Ruby comes in to kind of flirt and everything. So, you know how they're the parents and they argue. And I really like this, except they don't cut soon enough. So, uh, Paige has to argue. Oh, I know with Ruby and they don't cut. So she's like, you're, you're bad. And, you know, you need to calm down and we're still on. You, and you're so bad that you should calm down and stop doing these things. Yeah, we're still it's, on. You gotta, it's bad. Why did they leave it run so I long? I don't know. Uh, Swerve talks. He's leading along with Moxley. I liked everything he said. He says, I'm going to win. He says, save all this footage because after I win this, I'm getting the world title and you're going to want to make a package out of all this. I mm -hmm. liked all of it. But then he says he's hungry. So we're packing lunches. Oh, my God. More we're hungry. hungry. I, I think the catering is a problem in AEW. It is. So here we go. Like Remember how we're told Willie Mack showed up to protect his friend A.R. Fox? Yeah. And he's going to take out yes. Wardlow. Wardlow, Willie Max. <laughs> we have enough time in this match to be told that Wardlow is Mr. Mayhem, and he's also a bovine. Wow. 
And outside of that, squash match and the rec- ref actually has to make a stoppage, I guess. I don't know. He's done that in every Wardlow match in the last, like, like two months. And Wardlow, his hair is weird and he's wearing gear that doesn't fit this. No, it, it's all broken. Yeah. A video about the House of Black. Why they want FTR to join. I thought that I was don't a, know. I thought that was a fake out to beat him up. I don't know. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, they're still talking about Ricky Starks attacking Jericho. Uh, I guess we're putting it on pause, but we got to remind you every once in a while. Yuck. Yeah. Kenny Omega versus what? Yeah, I just laughed. Oh, Kenny Omega versus Ethan Page. Ethan Page, we're told, hasn't wrestled here since July. Tony Nese is watching backstage. What? Because there's a big story here. Oh, they tell me Ethan Page and, and Tony Nese are having a big ROH pay-per-view up One Wing Angel. Oh, so I guess Ethan's going to win. No. It's no, the One Wing Angel. Or, the, or count out. The Ethan took him to count wow. out. Or, uh, it's, or Tony Nese comes out and costs him anything. the king of but Canada this is, match. This is clearly just filler. And it's a shame because whenever Kenny Omega's filler, I cry a little bit. It is weird. It almost it? never happens. But I do cry a little Big bit. Big Bill runs down and says, remember me, and kicks Kenny Omega in the face. <laughs> wow. Lexi has CJ Perry. Miro interrupts, and he says, he says, you don't say nice things about me at home. He said and, stay in the kitchen and stuff. And yes, and then the rest of it was, was why aren't you making me a sandwich? The rest of it was the honeymooners where they go fishing, and he's like, no, I catch <sighs> the fish, you clean the fish. The only time we do anything together is when we eat the fish. And you could tell. I was like, what year is this? This needed to be scripted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he says, now he says, remember we said he wasn't going to put his hands on him. We thought he'll kick him. Now he says he's not going to touch him. Until after the tournament. No, he said in the tournament. So you may get him after the match. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, In the back. uh, Oh, oh, uh, Julie Hart talks about Abaddon. And she knows who everybody is deep inside, but not Abaddon. So maybe that's it. I don't know. Commander Pinta versus Matt Menard and Angela Parker. Commander comes out with a green belt they never talk about. Yes. So, yeah, another belt that means nothing. I fear I the crowd is crazy over these two because they're Canadian. Well, that's like their city or whatever. Also, it's. It's also, Matt how about Menard this? And Angela Parker. Remember, remember the old Sam Owens gimmick with the fish. No, they would eat like raw fish heads. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. That's what uh, Julie is going to feed to her chained up Abaddon. Oh, okay. well, I'm, I'm good. Listen, if it goes there, I'm I'm totally bought it. Okay. Anytime someone is leading someone else on the round on a chain, or they're riding on their back, or any of that kind of weird stuff, that, that I'll watch. Uh, so I assume this is just feel good Canadian stuff, but no fear factor and Pinna and commander win, but they let commander do the pin, which means commanders won a match. Well, he had a belt. <gasps> so can't have him. can't have him not get the pin. If he has a belt, well, he I doesn't win in a W even if you win somewhere else. <sighs> A video about Keith Lee and Shane Taylor. Again. Oh, my God. How is this a story? Did Shane Taylor say that the disease should have killed Keith Lee? Something like that, yes. Uh, I heard so it, too. I heard it, too. That we don't, yeah. There's so much going on here that we don't know. 
And you should know, don't feel bad if you're watching AEW and you're saying, I don't know this stuff. You shouldn't. You can't have a show where you expect people to do research in other areas. Yep. Agreed. Uh, uh, this is where we do a video about all the different stuff that went on with this Continental Classic. And we get to see uh, Briscoe all upset. Why didn't I get to see that on right. the show? That's a character thing. You would think it that's kind of important. I, that may influence what happens in his next match, right? Yes. I didn't see any of it except in a very brief flash in this recap, but it wasn't a recap. This weekend was not AAW's finest moment. I can tell no. you that. Continental Classic Blue League, Brian Daniels versus and Andrade. Adel Which actually this. happened before the Daniel Garcia match. But stuff happens in this match that would okay. Yeah. Anyway, it. But of everything to happen on the weekend AEW, this was the best. I really enjoyed this match. Oh, the match was fantastic, yeah. and the unfortunate part about the face worked well. So yeah, and the only bad part, Nigel, he's bad all the time. Right, but it, when he's talking it, about Brian Danielson, he's the worst. It's ridiculous. They send out a wish because JR's dying, I guess. I guess. That's what this sounded like. <sighs> Nigel says, at best, Brian Danielson's vision is 50%. Oh he has God. one eye of his two eyes covered. I can do that math. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Uh, during the match, Andrade takes off the mask and works the eye, which is great. When he takes off the match, uh, Nigel says, time to put grandma to sleep. What? Did he mean that he's going to kill Brian Danielson, who is like a grandma? I think. Does he mean that grandma should stop watching? No. I don't. Yes, that's what the second thing is what he actually meant, but it sounded dumb. <laughs> Thumb to the, the bloody eye, cornea, whatever he crushed oh. in his skull. Uh, the, their commentators say the ref should stop the match and we get a knee and a DDT and Andrade wins. Wow. I didn't expect that. that. Did you? I was no, no, I, but I'm, I like it and it, I have a reason. And if Brian Danielson barely loses, but because his eyeball is b broken, broken, but broken the funny eyeball. thing is we had to pretend that it, this was his, <laughs> I know the points I know, were backwards. Listen. And also I know I can only take so much though in one week. There was only one good thing in AEW this entire weekend. It was this match. So I'm happy with it. No, Medics Dynamite. What? No, this weekend. On oh, the, the weekend. weekend. Got it. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, medics come out to check on Brian Danielson. And Andrade looks like he's worried. But the Blackpool Combat come club and say, get out of here. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so at the end. Thank God we're at the end of the AEW. Uh, Andrade has six. Brody King has six. Mm -hmm. Brian Danielson has six. Eddie Kingston has three. Claudio has three. And of course, Daniel Garcia, who said he's not there just to lose, has just lost. Wow. So, Zero. yeah. So we have an email from uh, Matthew King, who wrote in and always gives us the, the what's it called? It's the the spreadsheets for the G1s. And he said, oh. just sending an updated spreadsheet to include the results and announced matches for, from the last week. We find ourselves in an interesting point of time in this tournament with the power of the process of elimination. We can deduce the full order of matches in the gold block. However, about half of the total matches in blue block are still yet to be announced. I yeah, understand at this least is they did the one thing where we have runaway people in the gold and it's, uh, it's still kind of close in the blue. 
Yes. He says, I do not like, I do not find this lack of information satisfying. Me too. It's not good. He says, the matches have been great though. I agree. Here's hoping to some time limit draws this week. Like I said, I thought we were going to get them this weekend and we didn't. So they have to happen this week. Well, to even things out. Yes. So people and can you also, stay in the fight. Right. And you also have to have your upsets. So yeah, that's, that's gotta happen. Um, wow. But thank you for the pre- spreadsheets. And then we have Aggie writing in saying good day to the smart and handsome host and the handsome Ooh, and smart and co-host. Wow. Look at that. Both of us. I, haven't watched any G1s, but to my understanding, that is what the Continental Classic is based off of. Yes, you're correct. Is it common for two competitors to be effectively eliminated so early? No, that's not how. In fact, Gato, when he books these these New Japan shows, he books it so when you do the first two nights, one one block and one another block, or one league, one other league, you make sure you do at least one, if not multiple upsets to show that anyone could get pin anyone at any time. If you don't do that, you're in a jobber situation where now you're probably at the end, Garcia will win like his last match and like throw someone out of the tournament. Like that's how that's going to go. Okay. But isn't there, you said two, isn't there three people completely out now? Two Jay Lethal, Briscoe and Garcia. And Garcia, they're all out. Correct. Okay, so that's three. You said two. So three people are out. Well, he already. said that. That's the email. Okay. Yes. Well, maybe because he was he sent it in after Rampage and not after Collision or something. But he said, "Is it is it common like Mark Lethal in the Gold League? Shouldn't the matches be in, in a different order? Is there a reason for Mark and Lethal to try anymore uh, other than to spoil it for other people? No. Again, we saw uh, we saw some we saw some story in Leith in uh, Briscoe. Yeah. You could have showed we had more than enough time. You could have showed me saying, right. I'm so angry. I'm just out to hurt people or something. Right. right. So let me explain this. Uh, so the two reasons you would want to win and they explained both of them at some point or another. But Kevin Kelly always used to explain it in the G1. The two reasons are one to play spoiler and two to be invited back to the tournament next year because we'll have competitors that are quote on the bubble where you don't know if next year they're going to be in it. If they don't win any matches, they should not be reinvited. No, but if they win at least one, maybe you, maybe you invite them. If they win two, you definitely should consider it. If they win three or more, yes, they're going to be back. It's like, that's how it should be. So he says, I know they have to wrestle, but is there a punishment for last place? Like they get um, sent to ring of honor for six months. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, I like having this tournament as a way to use time without an intensive storyline. I'm just confused on the flow. Eggie does. Thank you for the email. And that's a really thought, uh, thought filled email there because um, very thought provoking email, I should say, because you're right. Here's the problem with the tournament. The tournament flow is terrible. The booking is atrocious. The matches are great because the, everybody's wrestling it like it's a G1. So we're getting the G1, not as good as G1 matches, because you sometimes with G1 matches, you'll get like match of the year candidates and stuff. This isn't that, but these matches are very high quality. But TK clearly needs to like think about this for more than like two weeks next time. He needs to 
he needs to really plan this out. He needs to announce the matches so we know what we're dealing with. He needs to know how to hide a surprise without just not telling us at all. So, yeah, all those things. So that's that. It's... Okay, at least we both federations, both both major wrestling federations yeah. are kind of killing time now. But I'm enjoying I'm enjoying AWs, I'm not enjoying WWEs, so that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. But they really do need they better do this every year to make it seem important because if if next year they don't do it if this Well, it'll fine. definitely be next year, but like say they skip the year after that, yeah, then it's screwed. So <laughs> and you can you can always build it. Yeah. You can hey next year you can say whoever wins gets a world title shot. You could say that next year. Well, you're getting a triple crown title. I think that would be enough, wouldn't it? Really, those three belts. One of them it's like Phantom of the Opera belt. No, do, do those belts mean anything, Joe? Really? I guess New Japan has a new title now. It's the global title because they're combining the United States and UK titles. Because the UK title is not even really real. So <laughs> that's that. Okay, we can do Raw now, or, Larry, we can... Let me read this email. Grog sent an email that (laughs) says, you wanted Becky's whole Jeopardy game, here you have it. Oh, I don't don't even... Can we not do Raw and do the Jeopardy? Thank you. Now, how are we going to do this, though? Aren't you going to see the answers? It's going to be you against Becky. Oh. Well, she got zero, right? You said you're so good at this. Okay, listen, Joe, I... God knows I talk enough crap about you, but I will say this. You will be totally honest if you know the, if you would, you will say I could, I knew that answer. You will not. Well, lie. yeah, you're right. You are correct. Well, okay. But everybody, because why would I? I know I would have, I, I do totally. So when you, if you will tell me if you would have got the answer or not, I will believe that. Yes. So that's kind of, you know. why don't we do some of the questions this week and some of the questions next week? How okay. Let's that? do the, the first part of the show. Okay. So well, now I feel stupid though. I've been, listen, I honestly, I have like a ninety-game winning streak on Alexa Jeopardy. I've lost once in well, like eighty. Games. Guess what? This isn't Alexa Jeopardy. This is real Jeopardy. Real okay, celebrity Jeopardy. Okay, so how about this? We'll just do one category this week. We'll do one category per week, and we'll do this every week. How about okay. that? Well, I, you know, I don't have the computer savvy to like look these up. So, okay. well, I know you okay. wouldn't because that wouldn't be fun. Oh wait, no. But if it's a bad category like uh, spelling. I'm not going to get any. Okay. It's not spelling, but I'm going to give you all the categories and you're going to pick the category you <gasps> okay, want. Okay. 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 I'm getting a beer. So give me the category. Okay. Here are the categories, Larry. You have to pick from one of these and we're going to go right Wait, down do the, the list. Sound. Do the beep beep sound. Boop, 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 boop. I don't even okay. know if they still do that. They don't? I said, Aww. I don't even know if they do. I don't know. I only play on Alexa. The categories are the search for foreign lands. For the love of Pete, TV dramas in a nutshell. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, Alex. Is Pete in quotation marks? No. Oh, okay. TV dramas in a nutshell. No. Adventurous women. Ooh, rain, I want that. Or, wait, cr- yeah, you talk over me. Now I you know. want to know what it is. You said adventurous women. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm choking on wrestling this week. Will you stop? Rain and cringeworthy, cringeworthy office lingo. Look at that. How, wait, what, how was rain spelled? Like the regular way. 
Not like Roman Reigns. These Rain. are terrible this... categories. I don't blame. What was the first category? What... The search for foreign lands. Come on, I'm man. I'm 50-50 on that. Let's go on that one. You want to do the first one first? Well, I, I'm 50-50 on what, like, <clears throat> that could be like something I know everything about or something okay. I'm going to be. All right. So you want that one? Yeah. For 100, please, Alex. Okay. For 100. Located in Lima, this country's Biblioteca Nacional is a great place to peruse some literature. Okay. At first, I know that means National Library. Yes. So read the rest of it again. Oh, my God. Is this how Jeopardy works? I have to repeat the question. <sighs> how Locate- many people are drinking during Jeopardy? Okay. This is so easy, Larry. If you don't get this, I'm going to cry. Alexander. Lo- located in Lima, this country's bibliotech. Yes. Okay. But you have to say it in the form of a question. Oh, what is Peru? Thank you. Okay. What is Peru? Correct. Okay. So you got that right. I expected you to get that right. Okay. You would have got that too. Correct. Because I'm not dumb. But go ahead. You're not dumb. You're supposed to say 200. Oh, I said I'm not. Have, oh, my God, Larry. You're such a jerk. Places I've undiscovered for 200, Alex. Okay. After gaining its independence in 1963, Jomo Kenyatta became this African country's first prime minister. 63. Yeah. Too early for South Africa, obviously. Uh, Zimbabwe? No. Kenyatta. Oh. What is oh, Kenya? Oh, that's no fair. Okay. I'm not mm. playing attention. You're right. You would have got that. I wouldn't have. Yeah, you're not paying attention here. Okay. For 300. Mm-hmm. A popular spot for scuba diving, the Bay of Pigs is located on this island nation's Cuba. southern coast. Cuba. Say that again. Cuba. Nope. Say it Bay one more. Bay of Pigs is in Cuba. Oh, oh my. what is Cuba? Thank Alex? you. Do you want to lose? No. I'm trying to help you. I'm still working towards adventurous women. Can we do that next? No. Next Let's week. Let's not do raw. Yeah. Oh, okay. I wish. Maybe we'll do two a week. How about that? Okay. Okay. We can do Adventure Swimming. All right. Pune or Pune or Poon. One of I have no idea what you're saying here. P-U-N-E. One of this country's 10 most populous cities is a sister city of Columbus, Indiana. Ooh. They're asking what city, what's, what country Pune is in. Yes. You know where it is. I want to say a place that has a lot of people. Yes. India. Correct. Nope. Okay. You, what is India? For God's sake, learn okay, the game or lose. Okay, you gave me a clue. So next time I'm going to, next time I'm going to kick you out of that one. Okay, but you gave me a clue, but you, I would, I would still guess that if you put a big gun to me. Okay. So far, this has not been very difficult. Okay. Um, For 500, synonymous with, quote, a faraway place, the the much maligned city of Timbuktu is located in this West African nation. Oh, my God. Timbuktu is not in the United States? I guess not. To be fair, I did not know this one. Okay. I think Timbuktu is actually in the United States. Hmm. Well, there's uh, two. Why can't there be two Timbuktu's? Why not? I think there is. Uh, I'm guessing it's a Muslim nation. So, oh, uh, Afghanistan. 
Correct answer is Molly. Mally. How do you pronounce that? Yeah. yeah. But I would not have gotten that one right. Nope. Okay, we're going to do one more category, and then we'll okay, save yeah. the rest for next time. Wait, what, were the, what was the other category before, before Adventurous Women? Because maybe I should tease that for next week. For the love of Pete. Oh, do for the love of Pete. And I'm going to pretend it's in quotation marks. Okay. Because I think it might be. Pete, you sure you don't Pete want TV, TV dramas in a nutshell so you can no, get them all wrong? No, because you would kill me in that. I know. Yeah, we'll save that for... Well, I'll do that when I do the hot women one. The good thing is I can play along too because you have to hover over the thing to get the answer. So I don't see the answers when I do this. Or I should oh, I say, okay. I don't see the questions oh, when you I would, do this. Believe me, I, I I know you would say what you don't know. What you yeah. Don't know. So Pretty I know much. one, two, three, four. I know every single one of the TV dramas I'm and not sure answers. Do. That's why, yeah. Uh, for the first one, I know one, two... For the love of Pete, I know one, two, three, four. I'm not sure of, so I know four of the five of the love of Pete. Oh, I think we would have kind of. I think we would have been even on what was that called? Places of mystery or whatever. The search for foreign lands. Yeah, we would have been. We would have been even. I think. Yes, four out of five. Yeah. Okay, but anyway, what category you want? There's also there's also rain and cringeworthy, which is your favorite word, office lingo. No, I will, I will go with Pete. You said you, you would have got four out of Pete, right? At least four. I'm not sure about the fourth one. Okay. Well, we'll go for Pete. Oh, I'm sorry. The fifth one. Um, yeah, I would know four out of five. The four, I'll first take, four, I'll the take last for, one I don't know. For the love of Pete for 100, Alex. Okay. His first kiss with future ex Kim Kardashian, future ex, sorry, Kim Kardashian was in the 2021 SNL sketch and he was dressed as Aladdin. Pete Davison, because, but you have to. Davis. Oh my God! Who is Pete Davison? It's. I'm sorry. Doot, doot, doot. No, who? The correct answer is Pete Davidson. Oh, what I say? Davison. You can't. No one's drinking or slurring doesn't count. Go. Okay. Um, this Cincinnati baseball great once said he'd walk through hell in a gasoline suit to play. Now he's banned for life. Pete Rose. Kane's favorite Pete Rose. You still <laughs> aren't playing the game crossover. right. Oh, what is Pete Rose? Who is, Who Pete, is Rose? Pete Rose? Is correct. I, I'm kind of wondering what he is too. A, a problem gambler. Yes. Okay. Three hundred. Yeah. You know this one. This is easy. Depending on whom you ask, he's either a guitarist for the Who or the writer of the CSI theme songs, or both. Read it again. Depending on whom you ask, he is either oh. a guitarist for The Who or the writer of the CSI theme songs or both. Pete Townsend. I, the Whom threw me off. Who is Pete Townsend? Thank you. My God, Larry. Sorry, you don't have to tell Alexa Severe that. brain damage well, yeah, is Larry. Do, actually. I don't okay. know why. what's wrong with me. Okay. <laughs> you got hit Pete, in the head wait, with let a me forklift too many times. Pete. I don't know any other Pete's. Okay, then hold on. Hold on to your hats. You know this one. Back in South Bend, this former presidential hopeful went by Mayor Pete. Now he goes by Secretary of Transportation. Pete Budichess. Who is Pete Budichess? You don't have to pronounce it correctly, but you are correct. Okay. Okay. And finally, I don't think you'll know this one. I did not. Okay. And I, after I saw the answer, after I just hovered right now, um, Mm -hmm. 
I You still didn't know it? No, I know who it is. Okay. I just wouldn't have guessed. I wouldn't have gotten it. Okay. He's the wholesome I hate that word by the way more than cringeworthy. Wholesome? He's yeah, because people use it a, a, a liberally and they use it on things that are not wholesome. And Would it makes you be me happy mad. if they only used it on people who were already dead? No. I'm just saying that I'll give you a great example. They'll show a a cute looking cartoon comic strip and call it wholesome, but it's about like one stuffed animal, like murdering the other one with a knife. (laughs) I don't think you understand what that when they're not being sarcastic or facetious, they're just stupid. So anyway, he's the wholesome comic known for his HBO series crashing and the podcast. You make it weird. You made it weird. Sorry. And you think you knew it after you saw it? I only know the guy. I didn't. I didn't know oh, uh, Pete. Like, I only know of him. I've. Ne- I don't even. I couldn't even tell you what he looks like. Beep beep beep. I don't get it. Who is Pete Holmes? Pete okay, Holmes. I'm glad. I knew his brother John, but ha! Very funny guy, Larry. I yeah no honestly Joe if if you and I played I think it would be exactly it would be pretty even because we both didn't yep. know the same ones there yeah I would say at okay episode one of this I think we we I would agree we are at exactly we're at, we're tied you're right yeah so it would have been who's the faster faster on the buzzer so the, okay that's fine it depends I can on how much I can deal with that so thank you for the different okay. people no, that but now I'm wrote in about Jeopardy because one. we had um. Oh no, it wasn't different people. This is the same. This is the same guy that wrote in. Thank you, Grog, for writing in. Okay, uh, but how did she not know one of those? Because she's dumb. Uh, did her buzzer not work? Maybe it didn't work. Maybe Macaulay Culkin's just really fast on the buzzer. He's Buzzer McGee or whatever. Okay, he was really to... he was really good with you know putting all those traps traps together. I know he was. Um, okay, I think we're done with. How them. have they never done a Saul movie where at the end it's Macaulay Culkin? Uh they. How do you know they didn't? By the way, I finished oh, all ten Saw movies. Oh, that's right. We got an. Listen, I don't even care about the listeners anymore. Tell me about this because <laughs> I can't believe you're even like this was something I would have never expected from you. Really? How did you get on this? Because it was Halloween, and I saw the list of movies that were on, like, Hulu and Peacock and stuff, and I went, oh, I want to watch some scary movies and some movies I haven't seen. And then yeah, I remember that Saw I, is not, like, it's not my jam, it's not your jam. But the thing is, I remember when I, I bought the DVD, I didn't see it in the theater, but I bought the DVD of Saw when it, the day it came out. Okay. Back in 2014 or 15, no, sorry, 2004 or 5. Wow. Okay, long ago, long ago almost 20 years ago. So I bought that DVD and then I watched it right away. And for some reason, it just, I don't know. It stuck with me. Not just because it was princess. So Bride, you did Man watch Black. the first one. I watched the first one when it came out on at home. Yes. Okay. But then I never bothered to see any others because the, at that point they were coming out yeah, every I don't year. Want to see any of them. Well, they, Larry, they were coming out every year and I fell behind and then I was like, I'm never going to whatever. Yeah. I'm not torture porn type thing. Doesn't do it for me. Well, I, was intrigued by the nonsensicalness of it. And I wanted to know, okay, how do you follow that up? And I was kind of impressed as, as to how, how they followed it up. Okay. So and what not is all your them... overall takeaway? How many, first, how many are there? 12? There's 10 saws. Oh, that's close. 
and not all of them are good. (laughs) And some are much better than others. And some have parts that are pretty good. And then by the end, you're like, oh, my God. Do they reset? Do they reboot? What is this? No, no. Okay. It's all one continuous story. Okay. That right there intrigues me. I could. That's what, well, that's part of the reason I wanted to watch them. Okay. I could see that by like, if you can go 10, 12 movies and not give up and reboot, I can at least get on board with like that, that like, you know, let's see how you do it. Yeah. And then there's one that's, there's one that's just within the universe that really isn't not, not part of it. Cause it is. But it doesn't have the same continuity as the other ones. But it's still, I mean, it's still very much a side part of story it. is what you're saying. It's a side story, correct? So now you're at ten. So at the place they are at ten, do you think like would you see eleven? Do you? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And the thing was, I didn't even wow, know. The you're 10... making this sound a lot better than I would. I know. Ever expect? Tell me story. about it. And I didn't know that it's a very, it's about a very interesting character. Let's just say that. And really? yes, I have and totally like ignored these movies my entire life. You shouldn't. Hmm. And also, well, I was told by Nate dog, Nate dog, um, <laughs> Nate that, that listens to the show since the beginning. I was, was told by him forever to watch these movies or I saw that he loved these movies. And then he recommended nine, nine, nine for the Nintendo DS. And then the sequel, the, the that six, I, six, six, <laughs> exactly. Um, that I bought and I have these games and I finished the first one. I never bothered to finish the second one. Um, I had it, I think on the Vita and the, and the DS, I think I can't remember, but now I have it for PC so I could play it anytime I want. But the point is, yeah, I didn't understand like the love for this, but the lore is so weird and it's, it gets really convoluted and nonsensical and some of the twists are terrible, but, but, but there is I appreciate, something to be said for not giving up on a story. That's the thing. And I appreciate the, the amount of continuity that there is. And I would absolutely see 11, but what I didn't know, Larry, I didn't know 10 had just come out. Like when I watched it the other night, mm-hmm. it had just come out on like digital. Oh, so you're like hip. I'm like current now. Yeah. So if there is an 11, it's not coming out for another like two years. I hate to bring this back to comic books like I always do, but there's something to be said. The reason Marvel has always been my more go-to when I read a really old comic book, I prefer DC, but the the more recent you get is Marvel never gave up on their continuity. Yes. It doesn't make sense that, Mary Jane and Peter Parker's favorite song, they're like, you know, go to well, song course. is Kung Fu Fighting because right. that song's 30 years old or whatever it is now. But uh, I think it's they good. never give up on continuity. They just said, let's keep pushing forward where DC constantly was like, oh, you, it doesn't make sense. Like the like Reed Richards fought in, I think, the Vietnam War or something. That does not make sense nowadays. Yes. You just plow forward with story and there's – Something to be said for that. I prefer that instead of reboot. Oh, you know, make this right. Yeah, it's the same By way, the way. I prefer. Like, I understand today we need minority characters as superheroes. Don't make oh Superman is just black now. Don't make that. Make me a great, really good black or Muslim superhero now. Don't you know? Don't 
water it down by giving me, you know, make a new story with this person because you can. Stories are great. You can do anything. Yes. Also, we've revealed how old Larry is by the fact that it thinks Kung Fu fighting is only 30 years old. It is 50 oh. years old. <laughs> okay. Point still proven. The okay. fact that I know. you would think Peter and Mary Jane's go-to, like, wedding song was Kung Fu fighting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. But there is something about dedicating yourself to a story and not giving up and there will be rough patches and there will be continuity errors but dc really got them you know comic book talk here but dc got them in a horrible place where every five years they're like oh this doesn't make sense because how would this happen if you had cell phones well you know you just keep moving on yes <sighs> see this is a much better show let's ruin it by going i know to it raw. is we're gonna go to raw you know what Raw is sponsored by today? What? You know? I'll tell you. I don't know. Um, it's sponsored by Smart Wrestling Fans Delightful Holiday Fun Packs. Get yours today filled with toys and show notes and movies and more toys and other toys and fun stuff for the whole family. Just donate at SmartWrestlingFan.com Get yourself a fun pack I give you more stuff the more you donate, or just donate for fun so we can keep the lights on here. Also, get your Everybody Needs Goons t-shirt. $30 donation. I'll ship it to you free within the United States. Just tell me your size. You can choose from large, extra large, or two extra large. I don't have any other sizes right now. If you want them, you have to request them. Also, don't forget to follow us on threads. The accounts are Smart Wrestling Fan. And also, Joe Negron 23. Follow us on there. So, Larry, what's the other t shirt I'm making now? What was it? I don't even remember. Should have wrote it down. World? Whatever it is I said I earlier. You, you go over these shows and edit them. I don't know. I know. We'll figure it out later. <laughs> but I'll make it for you. Just remind me what I said. That's a t shirt. <laughs> oh, God. Patreon.com slash smart wrestling fan. We if we don't get a patron, money. hold on, Larry. If we don't get a patron this week, we're quitting. Yay! That's right. Your favorite wrestling podcast. Yeah, your favorite wrestling podcast is going to retire because we can't keep the lights on. Instead, I'll be going to write a book and a movie about wow. my life. And Larry, Larry will just die from oh, brain damage. So that's it. Hey, many great artists have drank them. That is what I love about the show. <laughs> Look, as me. much as we don't make any money and it seems pointless, someday someone is going to want to know the reality of wrestling, and this is going to be their only choice, and they're going to have to sit through tea. hours of Muppet talk and me asking you why you watch the Saw movies. Yeah. And I really wonder what that's going to be. Listen, I could be talking to the future. Oh, hey, future person. Yeah. Send me a whole bunch of those forever stamps. Okay. Wait, wait, no, that's backwards. I would. It's lose very my backwards, Larry. Also, uh, also, Larry, um, those people in the future know that ge the, the genius wasn't appreciated in his own time, and I'm not talking about you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, We're like Van Gogh. I feel a lot like Van. I feel more like Van Gogh than you because Van Gogh is just like doing awesome stuff, but his brother was doing all the work and like trying to sell paintings, and everything, and that's like you. Yeah. So, yeah, someday in the future, they'll be like, oh, that Mr. Mutant Larry, he was genius. 
Remember how he said that dirty stuff about the Jeopardy about women <laughs> adventures? Oh my god. <laughs> That'll be appreciated. Stay future. tuned for next week's uh, Jeopardy game with Larry Sanders. I thought so, I really If we remember it. to play it. And honestly, Joe, I there are very few people that I would not want to play Jeopardy against. You are one of them. Well, thank you. Like in the entire universe. Well, well, that sounds delicious. Well, Larry, let me Let's tell you, we, unfortunately, we have to finish this show with Raw. So Raw live from Cleveland. Jay Uso comes out. And tonight, by the way, Punk is going to pretend to decide what show he's on. And let me spoil it. It's Raw. And I wrote no. that before I knew. And supposedly well, it's Randy not. Randy Orton went to SmackDown. <clears throat> I was sure that Punk right. would go to Raw. SmackDown. No, whatever. But. Supposedly, it's Cody versus Nakamura with a finish tonight. Spoiler, it's not. Again, I wrote this before the ending. Um, oh, look, Jey Uso has the shirt on again that says that word. And he even says, I got it back. But that's, you know why? They I, apparently, and I don't know if this is official yet. I've known, people know this yet. But the trademark was owned by some indie wrestler and they just paid him off or something. Okay. So. I, hey, good for good for that guy. I don't know I if wish, that's official, though. That's what I heard. Somebody I told wish me that. from episode I one, I'd, I just went yeet, yeet, yeet the whole yeah, show. I guess. And then got a payday right now. I'd be way ahead of where I am now. Right. They went, oh, it's in the dictionary? Too bad. We're going to say it anyway. Um, yeah. So, the cr- oh, and then the crowd reads his shirt and chants it. <sighs> this remember is last week when they didn't wrestling. remember to chant it because it wasn't on his shirt? Yeah. Yes. Oh, the chanting, the singing, it's, wow, we are so simple as wrestling fans. Yep. Well, the crowd chanting it before he even tells them that made them seem really sheepy and dumb. Yeah, and and you know what he does? He goes, you know what? Last week, we lost a real one, Sami Zayn. <laughs> Larry, oh my God, Sami Zayn died. I didn't even know he's he was dead. sick. That- we didn't say it in the news, but he's actually taking time off. That's why they broke his knee off. So. Hey, I have to give a lot of credit. The fact that they actually are presenting him as a real main event wrestler. Right. Is, and like that he's missing. Hey, at least they're it's committing. Amazing. Again, yeah. it's like the Saw movies. You're going to stick with it. If you, I got to respect that. If you bring back Sam and he does something huge, um, that would be amazing. So that would be really good. Um, Drew McIntyre comes out. He says, um... We, you know, we don't want Punk on Raw because he's going to destroy the locker room. So I hate him. And um, he says, and uh, I'm sorry I sent Sami Zayn home with a bad leg, but at least he still has the other leg. And then he says, CJ, that's an apology. (laughs) That's a funny apology. But truth telling Drew says this. He goes, and he's doing a rhetorical question. He says, if someone hurt your family, wouldn't you want revenge? And the crowd's like, yeah. And then they realize quickly that they're. They're cheering for Drew if they do that. So guess what? Drew's right. Jay says yeet down, and I want him to get beat up right now. I tell you, I t- this Drew is great. He's so he's awesome. Like, raise your hand. He saw. He looked at the guy in the crowd. And he goes, "You didn't raise oh, yeah. your hand, so you don't love your family." It's amazing. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it was. He's he's a great character. So the match is Jay versus Drew. The bell rings, and we go to break because that's quality. Oh. When we come back, Cole says, Jay Uso doesn't owe Drew an apology. Um. Yeah, how do you say he doesn't? And the anyway. Whole is, the whole thing should be like Drew has, apo- or that Jay has apologized. 
and maybe in a way i mean he's right changed. but but the point is remember cole before he was like oh maybe drew did not jay did not give him the opportunity or whatever now it's just flat out oh i don't like drew because he beats people up and is a jerk so he doesn't know him anything that's bad the match takes up the first half hour raw and it's a good match but drew just cheats oh, but a bunch this and wins. was amazingly long i was shocked about that too well it was a long match but it was good because drew's like taking all these shortcuts and then he just sticks his fingers in the orbital socket <laughs> like andrade and then uh yeah oh by the way claymore and then drew wins but cole says he's trying to extract revenge like with a yeah. syringe. So wouldn't with it be easier, Cole? Well, wouldn't it be easier, Cole, if he tried to exact revenge? Because words matter. Anyway, Nakamura video. He says he paint. I love this. This was so good. He said he paints his own story and he's been reborn and he's going to bring an end to Cody's story. And the video, they're showing this like manga semi-animation of, but mostly comic book of Nakamura given the poison mist to Cody. I, I thought it was really good. The so. only problem is, you know, this is a, like, Oh, a it's a stop. Gap. It's Cody. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Backstage. You, how many of these Nakamura things have been exactly that? How many times have he, has he been a stepping stone? Oh, it's suck. every time I know backstage, but I mean, as a heel, that's kind of a thing. Backstage Judgment Day is clubhouse time. Uh, they talk <laughs> about Dominic losing his title. Cause by the way, at the NXT pay-per-view, Yes, he lost his title to Dragon Lee. So there you go. Isn't it weird he's supposed to lose the title to Lee, but he lost it to Lee? Yes. I get it. Yeah. And the Creeds, they talk about, oh, they're they're getting a title match one year against us. And Priest is all angry. And he and Rhea argue about who's the leader of the group. And yeah, who, what you should do as being it. leader. Yes. Backstage Alpha Academy and the Creeds get ready for Maxine's match against Rhea. Oh, poor Maxine. Oh, not poor Maxine. Oh, that's right. She's terrible. Okay. I have I started to like Max. I turned the corner and started to like Maxine. After this match, oh, no. Oh, wait, did, did you really? Do you think she was going to be the next Trish Stratus? I no. Mean, come on. I'm not saying I thought she was going to be good. I thought she could at least get beat up right. Um, um, Ivy says, I will be out there too. And then Truth comes in, and he has Christmas lights for Easter eggs or something. And then Gable yeah, says, hey, just... Truth, you're not in the Judgment Day. And Truth says, yes, I am. They just misunderstood. Yes. I do like the fact. It's all good. Truth yeah. is just Truth amazing. stuff's really good. It's always funny. Uh, most of the time. Okay. Rhea versus Maxine. Okay, this is a mess. Maxine isn't even ready to job properly. She can't even take the riptide. This match was horrendous and short. Rhea had to scream at Maxine and redo the finish. And the ref goes, come on, Rhea, finish it. But Joe, it was short. It was a very quick match. Rhea has to make Maxine tap after scolding her. This is what I don't understand. What's that? What's it setting up when she it's goes setting up Ivy Nile against Rhea face? Ripley? Yeah, is that a thing? Why would because Ivy Nile's like this little tough person, but and Rhea be... has to beat someone big. She, but these Ivy Rhea Nile matches could... where I know. she has no real challenger. It's just Ivy's gonna put a good. She's gonna put a good submission on Rhea, and you're gonna see she's pretty good, and then she'll lose. But yes, the whole exactly. joke of this match is that they had to. 
change the finish and make Maxine tap because Rhea wouldn't let that bad Riptide be the finish because, and then didn't want to look like a fool and redo it again because she already had to do a redo a spot in the match. This was horrible. Yeah, but sometimes you just got to be like, it's not my fault. I mean, I know, no, but it was all okay. Rhea for this match. No, because it was all Maxine's fault, but it made yeah. Rhea look really bad. I don't know. I think sometimes as wrestling fans, we're, we even subconsciously know that, oh, my God, of course. I don't I'm know, not, Larry. I wasn't watch, bothered at all. Watch this. this match again. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it was terrible, but I'm not. <laughs> as far as flow goes, you ignore this and move on. You're reviewing this is the problem. Me? I'm the problem? Yeah, you're the problem because you're reviewing it. A person watching this yeah. cares nothing about this. <clears throat> Move along. I see what you're saying. Okay, that's fine. Party girls video. Their life apparently is partying oh. and drugs and glow sticks. Is this the first time else. in yeah. WWE proper we have been introduced to the fact that they're party girls? Besides them talking about it every week? Yes. 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 No. Well, talking means nothing. Yes, yeah, so this is the first time we get a character development in the... And it's a character set. It's not even a development. No, it's them going. Where are parties we going? is everything. We stay up all night. Give me that ecstasy and that glow stick quick. Real, hurry up, hurry up. I gotta go to sleep. <laughs> That's all this is. They have a pointless match against Candice and Indy later tonight. Backstage, a homeless man goes into Punk's locker room. So now a homeless man's in the ring. <laughs> Did you hear what he said? Probably refresh me. He introduces Punk by saying, Punk is old and the best in the world thing is self-proclaimed. Larry, tell me yes. when I'm telling lies. No, no, yeah, right. Self-proclaimed best in the world. Holy crap. But he still is going to pay a bunch of money to get him. I guess so. He's old and self-proclaimed. Punk comes out. Punk, okay. We get a different version of Punk than we did on SmackDown, but it's still bad. He's He goes... Oh, I was emo, pouty, boo-boo face backstage, but now I feel better with the crowd pumping me up with their happiness what, for me. What is his character? I don't know. He says, the fans and I have a decision to make. You no, liar. You-, you liar. He says, I love the fans. And I just wrote, how is this authentic? <laughs> he says, I remember coming out on Raw and with Mickey James and then OVW and other words. Cleveland, and Cleveland. Look, he's like, I'm in Cleveland. Look, Cleveland 10 years ago. It was not. He's like almost to the date. That's not even true. He says, I was in the Cleveland and, be, and, and Orton kicked me in the head and they had to take my title away. And I was like, what is this real? And then 10 years ago, I had to take myself off the hamster wheel. You liar. You quit like a baby and said that the WWE was full of people that were out to, to get you. you. What the F? You're changing all the history. He says, then he tries to, he makes up the story. He's like, backstage, I talked to Indy Hartwell and she said she was betrayed by me when she was a kid. When I left wrestling, she was betrayed. I and then what I saw on the internet. Nope. And then, and then he says, and I remember when I was a kid and I saw Roddy Piper leave from here and go to WCW. I was no betrayed too. That. That was- Nobody cared about that, number one. Number two, if you liked Piper, you were happy to see Piper. But number three, he, are you saying that you're, 
your fans were all felt betrayed when you went to AEW. You're a terrible human being. But he I says, I don't even care about that. I don't care whether I like him or not. I right. wanted something interesting. This and is this is garbage. Terrible. So he says, he says, I've already decided I'm going to sign with Raw. What a phony! He just said it was the crowd's decision. Then he says, and I'm home. And he says other pandering lies, and then Burnett Clown comes out. And oh my God, I'm going to have to start calling him Seth Rollins again because he did everything he was supposed to. He comes out and he goes, don't you dare call this place your home. You abandoned this place and you actively tried to tear it down, slandering everyone here, including me. He said, this is not your home. This is my home. Everybody here, those guys backstage, those are my brothers and sisters. This is our home. I'll do everything in my power to protect it from people like you. But let me be clear. I want to make sure you know this. I hate you. So if you're going to be in WWE, then fine. Yes, I want you on Raw. And I want everyone. and, And I know and everyone else knows this is your last chance. So either you're going to self-destruct like you always do, or by some miracle, you might have changed, and maybe one day your old crappy gas tank can even go, and then maybe you can wrestle me for this title if you win the Rumble or something, and then I can expose you for what you really are. And Punk goes, that's your one pass to talk to me disrespectfully. What are you going to (laughs) do? Punk says, I'm in the Rumble. I declare. You said that on SmackDown. And maybe if I win the Rumble, I'll come after you, Seth Rollins. That's zero information. You also said Roman Reigns. So, wow, that's it. That's the segment. If Seth Rollins hadn't come out and saved it, that was total garbage. I, I'm i shocked. And again, Joe, Joe, you can be the anti-CM Punk guy. I am the pro. Like, okay, I'm so bored with WWE. I want something. This is such a neutered yeah. Again, I say it's like if if WWE bought their own AI machine yes. and made it write promos, that's what we're getting here. And to give Punk credit, he could do so much better than this. What is this neutered version of CM Punk it's we're getting? It's just a that- parody piece of garbage. It's nothing. <sighs> so it's sad. absolutely nothing. And then later they're going to be like, ha ha, he was a heel the whole time when people give up on him. That's it. Um. Oh, look, Bronson Reed against Ivar. This is supposed to be some huge match that we never got because it was a double count out. Um, it's okay. They knock each other out and then superplex. Bronson wins. How is that? How did they not gimmick the ring to explode with that superplex? Well, and then they that's didn't the want to fix it. And also, You're right. they heard people like meaty man matches. So yep. they're like, we will have the meaty man matches, people. But now you just had Bronson win, like clean. Yeah, I don't. But he barely rolled over and pinned him. I know. Backstage, Punk bothers Judgment Day. And Priest says, if you win that title, I'm going to cash in on you. I would love to see that. Judgment Day. And it was before I, you know, that was, I said before earlier in the night that that should happen. And then he said that. And I was like, yeah, that actually makes sense. So now it won't happen. Judgment Day comes out. Priest is mad as usual. Truth comes out and he's all confused. He's like, okay, I'm in the group, so I think we should kick JD out because nobody likes him. And the priest, 
you need to stop saying that you're the leader because that makes mommy mad. And priest, this looks, was really good. This was wonderful because remember last week, priest was pitying our truth. Yeah. And this week, so you're like, oh, is the priest change? Is he turning? Face? Is he turning face? Right. So this week he's like, look, people, people, how can you not like our truth? <laughs> how can you not he's like everybody everybody here likes him the fans all like him. everybody loves him except me and then he attacks poor truth and kills him and then the rest of the group are like okay and they beat him up too see this and, is my first inkling of priest actually being like you could be a star he did yep. this right I, for two weeks i agree i agree and then the creeds come out for the save because that's their thing tonight yeah, what is this save made sense because they have they are going for those titles later, not so much. <laughs> so, okay. Backstage, Punk finds Drew McIntyre, and Drew looks at him and says, I don't care about your story, I only care about mine. The homeless man says, Drew McIntyre is getting a title shot at day one raw pay per view for free for view. And then Kofi, Gable, and Ricochet come in, and Punk acts like a buffoon and says, Jamaican me crazy. Remember, you weren't really Jamaican and you pretended to be Jamaican. That's it. That's that's his idea of comedy. It's so bad that the part of me that understands writing is like this has to be a joke, like a trick. But it's not. It's not. Is it? No, it's really not. Oh, Larry, it's, it's not until they be. say it was, even though it never was supposed to be, until they have the contingency plan of what happens when fans turn on punk. Um, party girls against Candace and Indy. Chelsea and Piper are on commentary again. Natalia and Tiga are watching backstage, even though they got their shot already and lost and lost to the party girls. <laughs> That's true. What are they watching for? I don't know. After party, the party girls win after a not a good match. So, yeah. Backstage DIY exists. And Chompy goes, can we trust them? And I'm like, oh my God, I know exactly who he's talking about. Imperium kids come in and they want to know who the mystery partner is for a six-man tag match tonight. Gunther comes in and I wrote, yeah, it's Miz. Yeah, Gunther should have known. Right. I love Michael Cole tonight, though, because, well, first of all, he called them DYI. I don't even know how you say that. That's so un, like unorganic. I don't know how you even accidentally say that. But Becky's walking. Now Becky comes out to the ring. She says, somehow I've never wrestled Nia Jax one-on-one. And I'm like, why don't we keep it that way? And then they replay <laughs> when Nia broke Becky's nose. And Nia comes out and she says dumb stuff. Becky says, your career is injuring people. And Nia thinks that's good for some reason. And then Becky says, it's a lie that Nia made me event main event star. Okay, Becky, whatever you say. And then Becky wants a fight. And Nia says, no, you need this way more than I do. And she just leaves. Can we just leave it at this? Be done. Now, if Becky turns into this crazy character that absolutely needs to fight Nia Jax and she like begs her for a fight and puts her career on the line or something, I'm fine with it. Okay, Becky is just wandering around the WWE. That's Correct. what she's done since she came back. Don't I want to fight you? Maybe I want to fight you. Hey, yeah. I'm over here now. Remember Zia Lee? She's gone. Uh, backstage interview with Cody. He talks about Nakamura and Stardust. Imperium and against DIY and question mark, it's The Miz. And Barrett Mox calls so bad for accidentally saying DIY. He's like, oh, look, it's MZI pronounced Miz. <laughs> oh my god wow 
Uh, Cole calls, Cole messes up again and says the Imperium against DIY. Remember the Imperium? I don't either. Yeah, the Imperium. It's a match. Miz gets the win. He pins Vinci. So that's a yeah, thing. So I guess we're doing this. It's- well, we're we're doing it all right. Next week is the Creed's tag title match finally, and also Party Girls get their crappy title title match. So it's copy paste high five. Nakamura comes out for the main event. Backstage, Gunter yells at the Imperium kids, and Miz comes in and says, "Okay, I want my title match now." And Gunter goes, "You know what? Fine. As long as you know this is your last shot." And as long as I'm champ, if you lose this one, you're never having another shot. Miz is like, fine. Okay. Hey, you got it. I mean, it's fine. I agree. It's fine. Main event, Nakamura against Cody. Guess what? This is a complete waste of time because they spend a half an hour on it and then Red missed disqualification. It was yeah, exactly was the to... finish that I suspected only because it's the laziest finish. Okay. It's the finish I expected for the same reason it's lazy. But I really, even even after all that, I thought they're not really going to do that. I'm going to predict. How about this weird, wild prediction? They're going to drag the retired Great Muda out of mothballs for the day one show when they inevitably have the rematch. How about that? My Okay, I don't care what they do, but my huge fear is Muda is the reason Cody doesn't win the Royal Rumble. And that's so stupid. Oh, stop. I Larry, if that happens, they've dragged it out way too long. But you could be right. But if they can bring him in for day one, oh, you're probably right. It's probably is the Rumble instead. But if they can bring him in for day one, and believe me, I'm I have no insider knowledge of this. I, for all I know, he is really retired and he's never gonna work with wrestling again. But of course, you know that's not how that works. <laughs> um, so, will the Great Muda? And the thing is, I don't think he's gonna cost Cody. I think Great Muda is going to cost Nakamura the match at day one, and then Cody moves on to concentrate on the Rumble. But again, that's just Cody what I... You know what? That's logical, so they probably won't do that. But beat down on Cody, Nakamura grabs a chair, and then the Creeds save Cody, and then again. Nakamura leaves and comes out again to attack Cody, and it goes off the air. Okay, Creeds saved our truth because they have a feud with Judgment Day. Why did they save Cody? Are they the only nice people there? Yeah, no, I was going to say, they're just the face. They're like, we're heroes. I know that they want to get the Creeds over because they could be huge stars. They really could. But this is, was weird. And it was like, remember when Cody had 18 friends that would fight the Judgment Day every week? Where'd they all go? Let's see. Well, we had... Well, we, we have found out in wrestling that everyone leaves after their match for some right. reason. So... So we have Randy if you're Orton. You're the main event. You don't have any friends. Right. So let's be home. let's be fair here. We have Kevin Owens. He went to SmackDown. We have Randy Orton. He went to SmackDown. We have Sami Zayn. He went home. He's we dead. have Jay Uso, who's sulking in the back room because he's sad he lost against Drew. Does did Cody run out of friends like real quick? Now we're talking real life or both. <laughs> yes. So that's that. That's that's your raw. I mean, really, I mean, a lot of wasted time on that raw. Of course. So, but again, if not, they're going to drag Nakamura out to Royal Rumble, and that's why Cody doesn't get his. <sighs> Are there too many bland faces in WWE right now? Um, you got main event. We've got Cody. No. We've got. No, it's there's not. There can never be too many. 
when they're bland, I think they're can. And it's, but other people don't think Cody's bland at all. They yeah, like him I know. a lot. It's my problem is I can't get into the Cody thing. Yeah. Everybody else can. Yeah. And I know that's me. So, but that's it. That's your raw. And I don't know what else to say. Next, next week, I'm going to try and remember to play Jeopardy. Yeah. We're going to make some. More goon shirts. We're going to sell well, Explain those. to me how, how every time we have an easy week, we stretch it out to whatever this eight hour. Well, because we made it. Because done. here's why, Larry. We I drink. went above and beyond and made it fun for a week of crappy wrestling. I hope we did. Because honestly, if you enjoyed this show, believe me, you wouldn't have enjoyed wrestling. So you, you came out a winner. That's true. I agree with you. So again, one more time. Patreon.com slash smart wrestling fan. If you don't do it, we're out. Um <laughs> wouldn't it be a shame right before the thousandth episode where oh I, I, all our listeners should get together and agree that they all do this on 999 uh yeah that would be horrible larry also have to sponsor also show. uh paypal.me slash swf podcast or simply click on the donate button at smartwrestlingfan.com there donate any amount you want and then i'll give you an appropriate prize pack or t-shirt or whatever we'll figure it out we'll give you some goodies or just donate because you want to see the show survive and not die True. so hope somebody becomes a patron this week cross your fingers i will i, I don't think that does for. anything but that's our show everybody thank you for listening we appreciate it especially our patrons until next time thanks for listening bye everybody <laughs>